This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, July 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a St. Joseph's University student was the victim of a violent crime early Tuesday morning when police say three to four suspects robbed him at gunpoint in his off-campus home. Investigators say the home invasion happened around 440 on the 5700 block of Drexel Road in the city's Winfield section. Police say the suspects broke in through the 19-year-old victim's basement door, woke him at gunpoint, tied him up, and robbed him. Neighbors say the student had just moved in. Police say the suspects fled with the student's phone, wallet, and laptop. This is the second crime targeting university students in the last 30 days. On June 21st, a student was shot during an attempted carjacking on Upland Way and Drexel Road just a few blocks from the home invasion. Neighbors say they tell students to always be on alert. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. For the third year in a row, repair delays will keep the pool at the Hunting Park Recreation Center closed. As the city of Philadelphia enters a new and oppressive heat wave, families in Hunting Park are frustrated with the fact that they have one less place to cool off. On Tuesday, the Philadelphia Parks and Recreation confirmed the pool was deemed structurally unsound. A spokesperson for the department says making the repairs to open the Hunting Park Recreation Center pool is a priority project for Parks and Rec and has been for a number of months. This year, the city says out of 63 outdoor pools, 50 of them are set to open. Pools began opening on a rolling basis beginning late last month. The lifeguard short which continues to be an issue across the country. Philadelphia Parks and Recreation selects which pools to open based on available staffing, geography, past pool usage, and neighborhood need. The Hunting Park Recreation Pool is one that is used by many. A spokesperson for Parks and Rec says repairs are underway to address the structural issue of the pool. Once the work is complete, the pool will open immediately. A target date is set for mid-August. Oh, come on. Right? (laughs) Why even bother? I mean, at that point, it's like kids are getting ready to go back to school. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you getting more and more random texts from companies instead of calls or emails? Consumer Reports has some advice on how to stop them and what what to watch out for so that you don't get them in the first place. Sometimes people opt into these types of texts without even knowing. Uh, and a lot of times there's no clear way to opt out of them. If you are getting spammed uh, with text, mes- text messages, Consumer Reports says there are a number of things you can do. If the message does not offer uh, or does offer a way to opt out, do that immediately. You can also forward unwanted text to 7726. I didn't know this. It's free and it helps your carrier take action. Your phone or carrier should also give you the option to block the number to stop them from sending you more messages. You can also file a complaint with the FCC or FTC if you're getting messages you never agreed to. Uh, Be careful when entering your phone number online. You may need to uncheck a box to opt out of marketing texts or emails. Another tip, if you're getting text messages you can't seem to stop, check the company's online privacy policy for a way to opt out. How often do you get them? I get them pretty often. Yeah. I don't get them that often. Every right. once in a while, that's pretty much it. It's more the, the phone calls at home on my landline, which we still have. Uh, but I don't receive a lot of texts. I get, like, at least I, at least once a week. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I th- I was thinking, like, multiple a day or yeah, something I mean, like and that. They, I get one from one company every other day. Okay. Every, yeah. every other day. There was um, 6ABC spoke to a woman who um, said that she would get uh, from one company. She got it morning, afternoon, and evening every single day. Wow. Like, she got at least three te- text messages every day. And, Kathy, this every other day text message is to alert me to this 
taco station that you can put on your kitchen table so that you can parse out all the fixins. Well, Apparently, I mean, they think a... I'm in a taco uh, crisis. Steve, you might want to get it. Yeah. Um, Jesus. And this woman had, she purchased something online. It was a clothing retailer. So she purchased something online, I guess. And, you know, when you check out, you enter your phone number. Um, and then now she's getting all these text messages. Um, so scammers may also be, uh, cl- they, they can also get to you through text messages. So be careful for that. Uh, a lot of times they claim to be from a government agency. Uh, they may sound urgent and ask for an immediate response. They may sound friendly and also use your name. I had a text from a Nigerian prince asking me to purchase his taco <laughs> station. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I keep getting? Uh, two new phones have been added to your AT&T account. Uh, uh, call uh, us immediately if if not, uh, and then uh. they give the phone number, but it's not the AT&T phone number. Right. <clears throat> um, you can So if you get a suspicious text you didn't sign up for, don't reply, even if it says to text stop to opt out. Uh, block the number, then delete the text. You can also add your name to the Do Not Call registry that covers unwanted text messages as well. In sports this morning. Oh, <laughs> In last night's All-Star Game in Los Angeles, the American League won again, beating the National League 3-2. The first All-Star Game at Dodger Stadium in 42 years featured Clayton Kershaw starting in front of the home fans and likely the final appearances from future Hall of Famers Albert Pujols and Miguel Cabrera. The American League won its ninth straight and 21st in the past 25 Midsummer Classics. The, game's tur- the game turned in the fourth inning when Giancarlo Stanton and Byron Buxton delivered back-to-back home runs off Dodgers' Tony Gonsolin. Stanton making his first all-star appearance for the New York Yankees since they acquired him from the Miami Marlins, won the MVP honors. His game-tying two-run shot was a 457-foot blast longer than any home run hit at Dodger Stadium this season. And the Philadelphia Union, who have won three in a row, are in first place in the Eastern Conference with 10 games and 39 points and are on the road this weekend with a game in Orlando on Saturday night. The match will begin at 7.30. Overall, the Union are 10-2-9. Their unbeaten streak stands at four games, and they are 6-0-5 at home. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. We begin on the really hot days. Uh, the stretch that we're going into today, it really starts. I mean, it was already quite toasty yesterday, but now we're in, we're past the 95 degree mark and we're going to stay there for a while. So we'll do what we can to cool things off for you on an audio level in any way, shape or form. But we do have some things planned for today. It's a Wednesday, so that means Fox Good Day. We're going to check in with Mike and Alex later this morning. We also have a secret text word and today's prize chance for you to win a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. So pretty simple. Straight ahead, just text the word secret to 39333. We'll send a word back to you, and we'll ask you to call in later with that word. The designated caller uh, will win that, and we'll grab a random text or two. We also have a couple of new Daily Rush videos I want to point out, because I've been getting sloppy on this. Uh, but we have uh, two of them. One is uh, Preston Gets Embarrassed. Uh, you guys <laughs> go up my old broadcasting school <laughs> audio once again. Love it when that happens. This cat really knows how to read copy. Watch out for him, it says. <laughs> and also we have the uh, the video of Coheed and Cambria uh, as they came in and performed the Liars Club and Shoulders live in our studio. So be the first to see the new Daily Rush videos. You just subscribe to our YouTube channel. And that's sponsored by Xfinity Skate Speed Internet, and you can learn more at Xfinity.com. Those performances are so good. Oh, I love it. And, uh. and the last couple of times, the mixes, the, yeah. the, the audio has just been fantastic. So uh, we love it, and uh, we want you to check those out when you get a chance. So uh, we have these things happening. Oh, and it's somebody's birthday. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got something we're going to do today that he doesn't wow. know about. So we'll talk about that later on. But I'll, I'll mention the birthday when I, when I have the birthdays coming up in a moment. So. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get to the stupid question, the entertainment report, and the birthdays. Uh-huh. So stay with us. We'll be back in just a sec. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. For a giveaway with a stupid question, we have a four-pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks live event, which is taking place Sunday, July 31st at the Wells Fargo Center. And here is the question. Which actor had a role in Madonna's Papa Don't Preach video? Uh Uh-huh. 215-263-WMLR. It's one of my favorite videos. Actor had famously had a role in Madonna's Papa Don't Preach video. Let's see if you happen to know the answer. I'll go through some birthdays today. There are a whole lot of celebrity birthdays to mention on Wednesday, July 20th. And we'll begin with the very lovely Giselle Bundchen, Brazilian model, wife of Tom Brady. Uh, so attractive that Tom Brady got with her while he was about to be a dad with uh, another actress. So, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a little name? complicated. Was Bridget Monahan. Bridget Monahan. Yeah. Who's yeah. a fan of our show. That yes. is correct. And she's very cool. That's she, why we side with her. She <laughs> tweeted about our uh, camp out for hunger one yeah. year. So we're, we're, awesome. on, we're on Bridget's side. Team but, Bridget. Uh, yep. Uh, Giselle is uh, 42 today. Uh, Josh Holloway, you remember him from uh, Lost? Yes. Sawyer. Yeah. Good looking dude. Uh, we had a great nickname for everybody. That yeah. was kind of his thing yeah. on the show. Uh, yeah, real good looking dude. Nice guy. We had a chance to have him on. And sometimes when you get a, a really big show like that and you become a, a big star in a show like that and the show ends, it's kind of hard to find something after that. He's had a couple of things. He came from the world of male modeling. Was that his thing prior to acting? I believe so. I remember he was That's in commercials. That's where we came from. I remember he was in commercials. And we do share that bond with right. him. Right. Uh, he is. And 50- he- Fifty-three today. He was. Uh, didn't he make an appearance in Yellowstone? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay, well there you go. Yeah, that's, I, I think thought. that's why we had him on. Is, okay, is okay. that a reoccurring or was it just just a one-off? I don't remember. Steve. Right. It, no, he, it was reoccurring. He played an elk. It was reoccurring for a little while. Okay, but then uh, as things happen in Yellowstone, it was yeah. it's over. Uh, he went to space. <laughs> uh, so former Flyer Peter Forsberg has his oh, birthday oh. today. One of the greats, NHL All Star. He is uh, celebrating his forty ninth birthday. He was today. a part of the uh, the Eric Lindros trade. I mean, to yeah. initially get Eric here in the first place. Flyers shipped off Peter Forsberg. He went to the Quebec organization that ended up winning Stanley Cups with the, the yeah. Avalanche, and then eventually they brought him back here. When your name ends in Berg, you have to open a place called Forsbergers. Right? Oh, yes. yeah. It would be Peter Forsbergers. I yeah. like that. Uh, Terry Irwin, the widow of Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. She's no, nev- very naughty. Yes, she was very naughty. She got that black leather outfit in bed, but she uh, she is not... I've ever seen in any of the tabloids or anything her dating or with anyone else. Right. That's it. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, she is celebrating her 58th birthday today. Their daughter's beautiful. Yes. And she carries on. Bindi, uh, right? I uh, believe so. Yeah, yep. yeah. Bindi Irwin. 
uh, carries on the work. Uh, so she's 58 today, Terry Irwin. Ah, the great Carlos Santana celebrates his birthday today. Recently had a health scare on stage and they Here. had to stop the show. Follow up? I, I, it appeared I, to just be dehydration is I what I initially heard. I not heard anything dehydration or exhaustion yeah. or something like that, but I didn't hear anything more serious, but uh, you know, uh, hopefully he's doing alright, but what a, what a talent. What just oh a my God. I guess the proper word would be a tasty guitarist. Uh, he is, uh, and, and I love there, there are several eras of the band Santana uh, and I love them all. Steve Bop is one of my favorite oh, albums. Fantastic. Such great music on there. Uh, he turns uh, 75 years old today. Uh, Stone Gossard, another great guitarist. Hey. Uh, Pearl Jam, of course. And he turns uh, 56 years old today. Don't think we've ever spoken to Stone before. Uh, we've spoken to Jeff Ahmed a couple of times. Uh, but he's been here. He, when I worked for Pierre, he came in with a side project. It was a, brand, a band named Brad. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's a very different sound than um, Pearl Jam. Sean Smith was the lead singer. Sean Smith sadly passed away a few years ago. Uh, but Stone and Eddie wrote most of the songs of the first two records. And wow. Stone's a really prolific songwriter. Does he continue? Oh, yeah, continues okay. to. I mean, it's Eddie's band at this point. But initially, it was Stone and Jeff's band. And then uh, Eddie kind of <laughs> became the leader of the band. It's an wow. interesting uh Transition. Uh, Stone's 56 today. Great actor, Frank Wally. Yeah. Check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> smart fi- motherfucker. That's right. 59. <laughs> he, play- he played Brett in, yeah. that, in that scene from Pulp Fiction, which is great. Uh, but he's also awesome in uh, The Freshman. I yes. love that movie. Yeah. Uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, he's in The Doors as well. Uh, he plays Robbie Krieger. No, is he play Robbie I think he plays Robbie Krieger. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, so he's awesome. Uh, so happy looks like Robbie Krieger. 59th birthday to him today. Uh, Donna Dixon. Oh. Who you know from uh, Wayne's World. That's right. That's what this is from. Although this would play when Tina uh, Tia Carrere that's would, right. would come on. Uh, oh, no, he was Foxy. She was Foxy Lady. That's right, yeah. That's right. Okay, my bad. My uh, bad. But she was also in Dr. Detroit and Bosom Buddies and Married to Dan Aykroyd, but they recently they split, split up. They yeah. split. Uh, to be honest, I'm amazed it lasted a lo- as long as it did. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, a, a, a stunning woman. 65 years old today. Uh, let's see. Sandra O. Oh. Of- <laughs> Grey's Anatomy fame, also uh, sideways, and she's been. Haven't they kicked around some serious awards for her? Uh, oh yeah, she's in. Um, oh gosh, she's got uh, a couple of shows. Killing Eve is it's that a big it? Show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she turns uh, fifty-one today. Kim Carnes. Oh, oh. Betty Davis eyes. She's got Betty Davis oh, eyes. Got a very raspy voice. I love that song. Seventy-seven. I want to say that that hit came after she had. She may have had like some surgery done or Is something that that was? on her, yeah, like polyps, and it, and it changed her voice. But she had her mm. biggest hit. Now I may be wrong on that, but I thought I'd remembered hearing that. Nick has pulled up her Wikipedia page. Maybe there's a little bit of information on that. But uh, Betty Davis is still still one of those Huge songs. Hit. It's got the uh, classic line, "What uh, pure as New York snow." Yeah. I think she, you know, this is a song that you will still hear pop up from time to time. Is I wrong about that, Nick? I don't see anything about it. Doesn't uh, mean you're wrong. Does it mention her head transplant? Because that led know. to a change that in her vocal. Oh, that would do it. Probably. She had a head transplant. I didn't even realize that. Uh, so she's 77 today. Uh, actor Omar Epps. Yes. Uh, from shows like House and ER. 
uh, is er. 40. Or er, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I mispronounced that. Uh, he's 49 today. Uh, stunningly beautiful. I have such a crush on her. Julianne Hoff has her birthday today. Do you follow her on um, Instagram? I do. They, they, she puts on little dance productions. I it's kind of cool. Love yeah, yeah. I love that. You I should got, follow her, Kathy. I, had... I do follow her. I do think, though, she's getting to be a little bit not Julianne Hoff. Really? Oh, oh as uh, far as work done? As, yeah. She on doesn't her face? look. She's starting to not she look, look like, like Kim herself. Carnes? Oh, okay. Uh, I just know I had the opportunity to dip her here in the studio. That's pretty That's cool. Right. Yeah. Quite happy. There's a picture somewhere of me <laughs> dipping her, and she was so sweet, and uh, she's beautiful, and she's talented, and she's 34 years old today. And there's also another name on the list. Oh. Oh, wait. Am I just going to play this? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nick. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Wow. From Eddie Vedder, a happy wow. birthday wow. to Nick McElwain. Hey. Was that birthday wish from Eddie, was that around the time of the uh, ukulele? Uh, it might have been it. Yeah. Ukulele songs? Yeah. Songs. I don't know. Man, that list you just read, Preston, I share my birthday with a lot of cool Pretty people. Pretty impressive yeah. guy, right? Another member of Pearl Jam. Uh, yeah. yeah, Stone Gossard. And yeah. The late, great Chris Cornell's birthday is today, too. So, and Carlos Santana, I mean, pretty nice. So, yeah. thank you. Appreciate How old are you today, sir? 47. Same age as Casey, two weeks younger. How old uh, is Eddie? Eddie is, um, well, he's a, I don't know, he's a dream. It does <laughs> give her really age, Steve. <laughs> he's just timeless. Uh, probably like 56, 57, something like okay. that. Okay. Are you guys starting to think about 50 yet, uh, turning 47 yes. now? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's on the way, brother. It is. <laughs> if you're lucky. Right? Yeah. Yes, right? Yeah. That's the thing. I right? thought I would die in my 40s. Yeah. So everything has just been gravy since then. Well, we're going to we're gonna do a little thing. Nick doesn't know what we're going to do. No. We're going to do so. We have a couple of podiums set up here in the studio. So uh, we, we have something he's not aware of. He asked about it when he walked in. And I just said, uh, what I say, Nick? Uh, you are not privy to this information. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything special happening today? Uh, not, low, lower not, key? Yeah, lower key today. Actually, okay. Kathy, uh, I might do something with Kathy tonight, which would be fun. Really? Um, yeah. First time you've uh, getting it up. Yeah. 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 Finally, figured... finally giving it up. 47 is her favorite number. All right, though, it's totally disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to hate every second of it. No, actually. Is you just not scal? No, if you want to join us, we're going to be at Autograph and Wayne for the Mind, Body, and Soul event tonight. Autograph uh, is great. You do need tickets, but tickets are available at the door. And I, I know somebody that can get me tickets, smart. right? Body and soul. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it's like a, a little shopping event. We do it twice oh. a year. Uh-huh. Will your children be there? So, well, I wasn't going to say that, Steve, but since I can you brought say it, it up. Because I'm your alter ego. <laughs> it's not what you'd call Plugola. No. Uh, Bill, where's that? I need you to stop talking. I, I don't know where that is right here. I need you to stop talking <laughs> and listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't been to Autograph, it is. Preston, have you been there? Uh-uh. You need to go. It's yeah. an awesome restaurant. I, it's one of my favorite restaurants as well. I, I love it. And uh, Preston, you'd really like it because they have a lot of like rock memorabilia up mm-hmm. on the walls. And it's oh, called oh, Autograph. Yeah. Rock? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's called Autograph because yeah. they, they have literally autographs all over the place of, of different rock um, legends over the years. So where, where is this? It's in Spread Eagle Village in Wayne, right off of Route 30. Okay. It's right next to the Hand and Stone. In Wayne. I know exactly where that is. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good is spot. it really called Spread Eagle Village? Yeah. Sure is. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It's been for a long time. It's in, uh, right next to Body Cavity Check. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we are going to see if we can get a winner here to this uh, super question, which actor had a role in Madonna's Papa Don't Preach video, and I will go to Melissa to see if we can get an answer. Good morning, Melissa. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Melissa So, which actor famously had a role in Madonna's Papa Don't Preach video? Danny Aiello. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Hang on a second, Melissa. The late Danny Aiello, right? I believe so, yes. We're going to take over the fourth pack of tickets for the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks Live at Wells Fargo Center on Sunday, or July 31st at 2.30 p.m. And tics, uh, tickets, God, I cannot speak. I've, I've messed up like five words. You're so row. emotional because it's Nick's birthday. Uh, tickets <laughs> for July 30th and 31st shows are available at Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. Do you All remember right. the video? He was, uh, you, you know, he's daddy's little girl. Yep. And then you're dressing like a whore. Well, and he said, if, if you leave, don't ever come back. Right. That's what he yells at her out the... I take uh, that back. At the door. So, I witnessed to Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck's Las Vegas wedding say that the ceremony was emotional. Uh, according to a little white wedding chapel coordinator, Kenosha Booth... <laughs> She said it was beautiful. So uh-huh. Tears were shed by them both. Does someone have a tissue? You will. Uh, Booth also relayed that the venue played Here Comes the Bride over a Bluetooth speaker as Lopez <laughs> walked down the aisle. I think there's something kind of cool about doing it low rent this way. Uh, at the altar, the Marry Me actress and the Argo actor exchanged vows and wedding bands. Lopez's child, Emmy, and one of Affleck's three children attended the ceremony along with Lopez's hairstylist, uh, Chris Appleton. Another chapel source told people that the couple wanted it to be very simple and that they were very excited. May I ask, yes. why do you think more and more celebrities are doing it this way and doing doing the small, unannounced ceremony and then the big party event? I don't this know. This has been happening. This has happened several times Is there a big one now. in the works? Yeah. They, I believe they want to do a, a okay. larger event at All some right. point. So. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe because they've had that, like, big, huge, where, like, you know, helicopters are flying overhead and trying to get pictures and all of that. So if it's, like, said and done and they're already married, what's next is just a party. Yeah, but I mean, but they they go through another wedding ceremony again, don't they? I know, but I'm just saying, like, it's done. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to like the big, like, almost are they trying to take away some of the attention? Is it because maybe it's less special with more people? You know uh, I mean? So we had a small wedding. We had a destination wedding. Uh, my stylist and publicity people were there as well, Preston, <laughs> right. uh, for that. And uh, But we did not have the larger second wedding. We just had the one, and, and we wanted it low-key, and that was that. But, uh, you know, I, you're right. They um, You would either, you'd think you'd do this, and that would be that. Uh, why you do that? We had, more, more, than, more and more of them are doing right. the small little unannounced ceremony. Boom, get it done. And then the big we one. go do it again, but everybody's invited and it's catered. And all Does it take stuff. the pressure off it? Does it make it more of just a party? I think it might. Yeah. I, th- I think it might, kind of like what Kathy was saying. But nonetheless, that's what they do. You can let your hair down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so following an autopsy by the Los Angeles County Medical Examiner uh, and Coroner, uh, Jack Knight's Cause of death has been confirmed. Now, I'll be honest; I'm not familiar with Jack Knight, but uh, he was a, an actor from Bust Down. Not familiar, uh, but he was found suffering from a gunshot wound on a Los Angeles embankment Thursday. A coroner ruled that his cause of death was suicide. Jeez. Yeah. After Knight's family announced the news of his death last week, a number of stars took to social media to honor the 28-year-old comedian. Uh, Eternals actor uh, Kumal Nanjiani. Uh, tweeted, rest in peace, Jack Knight, hilarious comedian and a great guy. Can't believe it. Other stars such as Chance the Rapper, Workaholics actor Blake Anderson, and Fire Island, uh, Joel Kim Booster posted in remembrance of Knight. So that's terrible to hear. Uh, but this is a little bit better. Uh, Andy Taylor Joy has secretly married her boyfriend, Malcolm McRae, after one year of dating. So here's another secret, short, quick wedding. Yeah, yeah. 
The actress and the musician tied the knot in a modest courthouse ceremony in the U.S. Anya and uh, Malcolm are said to be planning a larger ceremony with friends and family once the go. actress wraps, including Mad Max Fury Road prequel Furiosa. <laughs> they should do a double uh, ceremony with Jen and Ben. So she'll be in Australia and will be able to return home to Los Angeles for a longer period. So he's a musician. Do we know what, he's a, what, what his band or is he a solo artist? I'm not that familiar uh, with him. I don't know much about him other than he's a musician, yeah. The, the couple confirmed their relationship at the Vanity Fair Oscars party in late March, but are said to have been dating for over a year. Uh, the Queen's Gambit star first sparked engagement rumors last month when she was seen sporting a dazzling diamond on her left ring finger. Uh, the source claimed the actress jetted back to Australia shortly after the wedding to resume filming Furiosa. She's starring as a younger version of Charlize Theron's character in the earlier Man, film. Her star has ascended dramatically. Yeah. She's a darling of the fashion world, Big and time. she's she's getting all the, the movie roles, uh, Queen's Gambit and all that stuff. And she was she was as nice as could be when she I, came by. She yeah. was a sweetheart. Yep. Very easy to talk to. Loved lot, it. A lot of fun. Yep. And uh, we we wish her well. So good Would for Would you her. consider her a dear friend of the show? I'd say she's a really, really dear friend. She's Bradley Cooper level. Close uh, personal oh, friend of the no, show. no, I wouldn't put her there because Bradley's been here a bunch of times. Yeah. That's he's true. only been here the one time, but um, she really did like us. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy have called it quits on Aww. their relationship. Handler said in Instagram post Monday that she... Uh, and Koi broke up ahead of their one-year anniversary as a couple. So they started as good friends, and then they got involved. And I wonder, can at this point, can they go back to being good friends? That, well, they're acting like they are, for sure. Right. Handler shared a video that uh, she and Koi recorded to mark their anniversary. She said, in anticipating or celebrating our first year together, Joe and I recorded this video early, but as many of you have noticed, it is with a heavy heart to announce that we have decided to take a break from our relationship right now. Uh, I know that most of you were invested in our love, and I wanted to express to you how much that meant to both of us, how much it still means, and how much I believe in love for each of, uh, and how much I believe in love for each one of us. Uh, she credited Coy with renewing her faith in love. She said, this man blew my heart open with love, and because of him, my life experience has changed forever. To be loved and adored by Joe Coy has been one of my greatest gifts of my life. He renewed my faith in men and love and being 100% who I am, mm. and I've never been more optimistic for the future. Wow, this does not sound like a breakup. It does not sound like a breakup. Though, if She's... I would have set her up with someone and hear me out... I think she'd be great with Tom Ridge. Oh, oh. my God. <laughs> Former governor of Pennsylvania? Yeah. Do you think? Uh, Homeland no. Security head no. here in the United States? I'm just, somehow you know, that came to me. I don't know. I, I think it might be a little too old for it. You think right. so? Remember yeah. that story about Tom Ridge getting jiggy with it? I think I, I yeah. shared oh, that yeah. with you guys on oh, yeah. here. Yeah, he was with my friend Brian, and they were at a party at the, in the D.C., and he turns to Brian, and this was like 99 at the height of getting jiggy with it with Will Smith, and he was like, hey, Brian, are we getting jiggy with it? Seriously? <laughs> swear to God. Seriously. Verbatim. That's how the story goes. And Brian, See, he has got a party side. Yeah, wow. Brian was like, yes, uh, yes, sir, we are definitely indeed are, getting are jiggy. We, I, I think we're getting jiggy now, aren't we? Did we? We just get jiggy with it. Oh my god! So Steve, uh, we're getting jiggy with it over here. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the earpiece, right? Yes, jigginess <laughs> has been achieved. <laughs> uh, but she goes on to say, "This is not an ending. 
It's another beginning. Nothing is over. Nothing is over! And it's a comfort. (laughs) Nothing is over! And it's a comfort to know that I'm still loved and love this man. It's Rambo with a Hollywood romance beat. (laughs) Concerning the relationship of Joe Coy and Chelsea Handler. Nothing is over! I think they're going to get back together. That's what I think. I hope so. Uh, I actually like this one. Yeah. She said, I am still loved and love this man the way the sun loves the moon and the moon loves the sun. Why is she talking like they're just getting together? Yeah. She says, your person is coming, by the way. Oh. Tom Ridge? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Coy confirmed the split on his own post, and he said, just want everyone to know Chelsea and I will always remain great friends. And we'll always have love for one another. I'm her biggest fan, and I can't wait for you all to see what she has in store for the future. Keep After it. the commercial break, we discuss the Hollywood trend of having a small wedding and then a big one to follow up. Keep killing it, Chelsea. Well, speaking of Rambo, Uh-oh, I have a Sylvester Stallone story, uh, but it's Rocky-based. Oh, okay. So, Stallone, <laughs> you are quick with those. <laughs> Stallone okay. came out swinging against Rocky producer Erwin Winkler. Uh, Who is from the beginning. After Winkler's son and fellow producer of the Creed franchise, David Winkler, published the memoir called The Arrangement, A Love Story, Stallone shared his one-star review of the book on Instagram, captioning it, You know I love reading, and I've read thousands of books, but I have to say that this one is by far the worst. If you ever run out of toilet paper, wow. please buy this one. You won't oh be disappointed. God. Does he dissect what he finds so wrong about it? Oh, he goes into great yeah. detail. Stallone went on to call David Winkler painfully untalented and Whoa. his father, Irwin, the remarkably untalented and parasitical producer of Rocky and Creed. Before, prese- uh, before praising Winkler's wonderful producing partner, Robert Chartno- uh, Chartoff, yes. uh, who passed away in 2015. He said, if it wasn't for Winkler, there would have been at least another three Rockies uh, that would have been wonderful. He said, frankly, the crew are the worst unhuman beings I've ever met in the movie industry. I will forever love the loyal fans and keep punching. Remember, it feels good to clear your heart. Hmm. Uh, I think he has issues with these people. Rocky, of course, won Best Picture in 1976. Stallone was nominated for playing Rocky Balboa and pending the screenplay. Uh, He was later nominated for Best Supporting Actor in 2015 for the spinoff Creed. Erwin Winkler and Chartoff are credited as the sole producers of the first five Rocky films. I'd rather deal with their son, Henry Winkler. With the 2006 installment, Rocky Balboa, adding sons David Winkler and Charles Winkler. So Stallone wrote, directed, and starred in the film. Meanwhile, uh, Stallone's producer of the, all the Creed films, including the upcoming Creed Three, alongside Erwin, David, and Charles Winkler. Stallone, however, will not appear in the third film in theaters November 23rd. That's being directed by Michael B. Jordan, and he'll yes. be starring in it, which is pretty right. damn cool. I like the Creed movies. I think both you and I agree, um, you know, you take the original Rocky and Rocky Balboa, I think that's the pinnacle. Those are the pinnacles of the Rocky series. I agree. Stallone penned a follow-up Instagram post claiming that there is an ownership dispute over the half-century-long franchise. So that's what the big beef is here, I think. Yes, I'm very sorry to hear about Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy. <laughs> he said, uh, after Irwin controlling Rocky for over 47 years and now Creed, I really would like to have at least a little what's left of my rights back before passing it on to only your children. Wait, what does he want? He wants what? <laughs> what they want. Uh, he In said, legal terms. <laughs> property rights. He said, I believe... Copyrights. 
I want my rights. He said, I believe that would be a fair gesture from this 93-year-old gentleman, question mark. I need a lawyer with the cowboy hat. Uh, this is a painful subject that eats at my soul because I wanted to leave something of Rocky for my children, but it's always great hearing from the loyal fans. Keep punching. Um, so he wants a, a he has no ownership. Ownership, yeah. yeah. And the, the thing that he created, uh, the this super huge juggernaut, and I guess that's what the big dust up is here. Yeah, he said every word, every syllable, every grammatical error was all my fault. It was shocking that it never came to be. Uh, but I was told, hey, you got paid, so what are you complaining about? So every grammatical error, like Rantlers yeah, yeah, and right. all that, he says, <laughs> it, is all Rantlers him. Rantlers is yeah. right here in the script. Rantlers <laughs> is like a billion. <laughs> Written like out specifically. I didn't say a million. I didn't say a trillion. <laughs> specifically a billion, and it's like it. It is not it. <laughs> like it? There's a method to my... It's like a billion. It isn't a billion. <laughs> There's a distinction. <laughs> Very orchestrated. What about the Rantlers? Rantlers are what a specific kind of creature has. I didn't want to elaborate in a movie, but that was supposed to be in Rocky Six. <laughs> oh, oh. They were, they were going to expand on Rantlers oh, in Rocky man. Six? Yeah, there are elks and then there are relks. Okay. And they have Rantlers. Elks have Rantlers. Okay. I was not aware of that. Uh, so anyhow, yeah, he's uh, he's pretty perturbed about that. So. I, 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 so he wants to pass this legacy on, as he says. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. Th- this is th- this happens a lot in, yeah. You know, people want to buy back something. It's it's almost like buying getting a um, a scrapbook back for them. You know, these things that were so important in the beginning stages of their career, and they turn over the rights completely. But also, you know, you talk about it's the beginning of his career where he has no money. I know. Right? And, and the, so, like, yeah, yeah, I will sell this to you. And now he has money and has means, and he's like, no, I want it back. I want it back. <laughs> I want what he wants. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from uh, Sly. Let's move on from this. Yeah, thank you. More, There's, uh, more entertainment news, and it's Nick's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Sly. No props. I'm a big fan. Uh, Brad Pitt is drawing <laughs> attention for his fashion these days. GQ reports... Uh, shortly after he wore a casual orange suit to promote his new film Bullet Train in Paris, he then wore a brown skirt and matching jacket to a screening of the film in Berlin on Tuesday. You're less than a man. Oh, <laughs> bro. Yeah, come on. I, I've not seen the picture. I've it looks only, like a kilt. I've yeah. only read about it. Yeah, so the outfit choice allowed him to show off some rarely seen tattoos as well. Uh, above the boots he wore with the getup, a rhinoceros and a skull could be seen on his shins. Wait, uh, really? I can't a, see anything. See on his thigh, it's a PNS. I guess there's a, a close-up. Yeah, he got he won uh, the from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. That's won, cool. Uh, Tattoo Tuesday one day. I'm surprised you guys don't remember that. This is very uh, or on the way to like Johnny Deppish. Uh, well, he's got Much a lot cleaner. of, jang- yeah. of jangly things. No, no, just prettier. like the just the the way he looks, slovenly. <laughs> I was thinking more like uh, like Harry Styles. I mean, that's yes, what I was yes. thinking. Yeah, yeah. Harry no. Styles uh, will wear you know and Frank on Rizzo. stage, and uh, well, Frank Rizzo is more traditional. <laughs> yeah. He like my dress. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. Oh, yeah. I see the tattoos now in a different picture. Okay. Yeah, I thought his thing was architecture, wasn't that? He's is, is he now? Is he I don't now? Know if he still does positioning himself as a fashion uh, uh, plate here. I don't know. Get away from me! Wow, <laughs> this is made of taffeta. <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. You wrinkle it. Yeah. Kathy says you should go with the steamer instead of an iron. No, I did not instead. Just if you don't, if you want to bother with the iron, if you don't want to bother with the iron, don't walk don't out. Walk out looking like Brad Pitt. Looking like Brad Pitt. Use the steamer. Use the steamer. Yeah. By myself, I'll take you physically. 
So the um, what do you think about the boots with the um, the cool. skirt and I mean, or kilt? It's, it's a look. He you know somebody dressed him. He didn't he didn't open up his dresser no. that day and go okay I'm going to go with this and this right. and this. Somebody did know. that for he, him. He's kind of I don't know. He you think he's fashion forward? Yeah, I do. I don't. Well, I, he there have been be long rumors that he was he's was uh, he used to be one of those actresses who referred to as uh, my, the natural musk. Uh, demurred from using deodorant, right? That was his oh, thing, remember? Uh, now, apparently, he's passed that. Okay, thank God. Um, yeah, Kathy, boots and a skirt. Is that yeah. right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. and that is For not sure. a kilt. I think it's hot. That yeah. is definitely no, a skirt, good. not a kilt. Do you have a short black dress at home, Preston? I do. Yes, yeah. I mean, listen. You gotta have go, one. You, it's pretty much, it's the go-to. Yeah, it's easy. you don't know. I think it's that's easy. it. I think there's gotta Grab be a Grab a clutch, throw on some earrings, and you're good. Where we all wear skirts. Little black dress. Yeah. Okay. Should we have a little black dress day? A little black dress day. Okay. I love that. We, it will absolutely come in. All right, we'll do yeah. it. Yeah. You guys all down for that? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, maybe. If I'm looking for a little black dress, <laughs> I'd be 222 pounds. All right. All right, let's see. Uh, on Monday, Selling Sunset star Heather Ray Almalza said that her husband, Tarek Almalza, was a, quote, hero for stopping an altercation that occurred on a flight that they took recently. Uh, she wrote, I have a story for you. My husband did something very heroic when a man went crazy on our flight and verbally and physically got in the flight attendants and pilots' faces. Uh, in a video, she added, my husband was a hero today. And I, 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 apparently he got in there and, and broke it up. Okay. So well, that's good. Good, good for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, why was the pilot... I don't know. It might have been before the flight took oh, off. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, so usually anything goes like that, and you you cannot. They yeah, will not come out of the cockpit. Yeah, and you cannot get, get in. in. Yep. Uh, Heather said that uh, she would share more details later, since the couple was too tired after a long day of. But not too tired to post the tease. Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right, and then uh, finally, one more quick story. Um, Kiki Palmer talked talk to Deadline on Monday, sharing that uh, she knows about the allegations against Bill Murray on the set of Being Mortal. Uh, she said, "So do I." I. Had, she said, "I had a wonderful time filming. Aziz Ansari is one of the coolest people I ever met. Uh, that was the coolest experience. But I don't know anything more than that." So she didn't really add anything. This uh, just in: Kiki Palmer continues to not know a lot. Uh, this comes. We go down to Jim Lashevsky. Jim, what's going on there? Yeah, Kiki says she does not know a lot about this particular story. Back to you, Tom. <laughs> Thanks. This comes three months after. More the, on this as it doesn't develop. The film was shut down due to complaints, uh, a complaint against Bill Murray. So, so he did a mea culpa right out of the gate, right? About all this he did. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he said that he needed to. He kind of said, "Yeah, uh, I need to. I need to. Be better. Uh, I, I tried to do something I thought was funny, and it right. wasn't. So." All right. Um, the old pull my finger thing is... Uh, <laughs> it's it's old. It's no, old. Nobody finds yeah, it funny yeah. anymore. All right. So we're ready He's for... He's saucy in my face. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> One more time, please. All yeah, right. if you wouldn't mind. He's saucy in my face. All right. We're, we're ready for the clips now. <laughs> what if that? What if she was the hooker in the Chuck Berry video? Oh my! Yeah. Just, it would have been time. Would have enough time would have elapsed. And she's told the story yeah. now. <laughs> uh, Black. <laughs> we have to play that audio sometime. I know. Blackish fans will be thrilled to learn that a beloved character is making their debut on Grownish season five. Here, Yara. Uh, Shahidi describes the bond that she created with the entire cast. Oh, it's so wonderful. I mean, Trevor, for example, I don't know how, but he knows exactly what I'm thinking at any given moment. We'll be making direct eye contact in the middle of a scene, having a separate conversation. 
Um, but I, I have to say, it goes for the whole cast. Like, it's great to have a cast that you both love and you like. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. And you can catch uh, Gronish on Freeform tonight. That's at ten o'clock. How many are in the Gronish? Uh, so this was, I think, the first spin. No, was it? It was, was Blackish, Black-ish. and then there was another one um, before Gronish. Right. Uh, with uh, Topher Grace. Right. right. Um, Topher Grace-ish is what it was called. Home Economics? I thought that was, that was a, a series. Maybe, it's still no, maybe that was it. Yeah. Crap. I don't know. I don't know. I know I got another clip for you. Hey. All right. From uh, Dodging Zombies to UFOs, Stephen Ewan is no stranger to action horror thrillers. And here are Ewan gives his best elevator pitch for his upcoming hit, Nope. Because this is a fun ride. From the mind of a brilliant artist, Jordan Peele, will take you for a fun adventure, scare you, thrill you, and um, make you think a little bit. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, no pits theaters on Friday, by the way. I have a guess as to what this involves, because um, there was a little clue put out on Twitter by wow. Jordan Peele himself, but wow. I'm not going to say it, because uh, I think these movies benefit by going in not knowing a lot. I haven't even watched uh, the trailer for this yet. Um, is, is it an alien? Are there alien suggestions? It kind of looks like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, he's great. Uh, you know, I, I still need to see Us, but uh, but uh, what he's done so far is fantastic. Is cool. I don't know if you know. Um, it's not um, uh, as great as Get Out. Right. But it is. It's always interesting. He always has an interesting take on this stuff, and he's a real deal horror fan. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, I did watch his take on Twilight Zone, and it fell short of where I wanted I agree. it to be, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, I applaud his attempt at it, because he's a huge fan of that that genre. So, Alright, and there you go. That's what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. So, we're going to take a break. Don't forget, we have a secret text word. Chance for you to win a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Text word secret 39333. We'll see if you win a little bit later on. Uh, we're doing something special for Nick's birthday. He doesn't know what's going on, but no. we'll get to that later on. We'll be back in just a moment, so stay with us on this very steamy Wednesday morning. We'll be right back. 93.3 WMMR formally invites you to the first in our summer series of Regal Rock Righteousness. It's Tracky Bam Bam, Rob Zombie's Freaks on Parade Tour, with Mudvayne, Static X, and Power Man 5000. It's coming to the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion Friday, July 29th. Yeah! Listen every night this week for my prize coffee it up, and you could grab a primo pair of the best seats in the house, including passes to rock in the air-conditioned VIP room, with some free drinks, and access to the swanky VIP bathrooms. You can grab your tickets now from Ticketmaster, but the only way to win your way in is with me on 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Mm, you know what? I noticed some things oh. I thought might be interesting to share. It's time for the noticer. He's back. He's noticed so many things. Oh. He notices so you don't have to. It's been a while since Down I... an empty alleyway, across an empty field. His eyes darting back and forth. Always. I like how he does exactly what I'm saying. I try to do it's it for awesome. cameras. The noticer, ladies and gentlemen. If you're streaming, then you'll see that I do dart my eyes back and forth when the announcer says so. Uh, so, obviously, more people returning to the office. You know, the pandemic, we got uh, we got kind of comfortable working from home. A lot of people did. And um, people are not really eager to resume wearing work clothing again. I don't, I don't get that. I yep. mean, if I'm not wearing a suit, I feel like I'm under <laughs> Uh And they prefer more casual looks, obviously. But there are some, clo- some clothing that is just not 
appropriate. And a new one-poll survey asked 2,000 workers about what that would be, what would be considered inappropriate uh, items to wear. What would you say? Um, Everything we wear. Yeah, pretty much so. (laughs) I know what I'd say. What? Assless chaps. Assless chaps. It's just not right. Somebody, not, not in the conference room. Somebody pointed me out to me out recently that all chaps are assless. And why do we decide they to call do. them assless chaps? There's no butt in chaps. Yeah, I know. You know. It's like pizza pie. Doesn't pizza mean yeah, pie? Right. Yeah, right. means that. Is this uh, inappropriate after COVID? Like, meaning it, it was appropriate for a little while and now it's not? Yeah. yeah. So before, before COVID, uh, these items would have been considered uh, inappropriate. Before and, COVID. And then... It was okay. Uh, it was for a okay, while. and yeah. and okay. and you came back oh, and you started wearing this stuff, and now people are going, okay, maybe pajama bottoms, yeah, maybe sweatpants, should, yeah, there you yeah. go, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I have items for uh, men to wear to the office, and items for women to wear to the office okay. that are considered okay. uh, inappropriate. So I'll just give you um, a few of these, and you guys tell me what you think. So there's 15 in each category. Wow. Um, we'll start. Just with, do the top five. Uh, V-neck <laughs> sweaters, uh, polo neck, V-neck sweaters, or roll neck sweaters. What? Jeans. No. Uh, Get out of here. That's they, formal wear around here. Seriously. If you're in jeans, you're dressed up to go yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. For Somebody here. from corporate's dropping by if you're wearing jeans. Yeah. If I'm wearing a polo neck shirt, I wore a I shirt. Have officially dressed up for work. No, the only time I see you guys dressed up is if you're going to golf. Play golf, yeah. exactly. And, that, and I don't even do yeah, that. I mean, like leave that in my car. I yeah. change after I'm going to play. And you know, so if the, if the muckety mucks are coming by, I'll, 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 I'll wear pants. Oh, most of last winter, though, I managed to get by. Because <laughs> I was going to be winter shorts guy, and I did it. You did. God, this is all this, us. Winter, all right. Wait, Steve successfully was winter shorts guy, and these people can't wear a V-neck sweater. I come, it's like, come on. Um, all right, it says casual sweater, T-shirts, sneakers. Wow. Oh, we're oh, out. Jesus yeah, we're out. Forget it. Tailored shorts. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have my shorts taken in by my tailor. Well, okay, so here's what I think this is what that's this it. means. Tailored shorts is that's like a, a nicer, dressier short. They're yeah. just saying you can't wear shorts. You just at can't all. wear shorts. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. They wouldn't even think of the uh, mesh shorts that you guys wear. <laughs> hey, Preston, how often do you uh, make it to a golf course where you're not allowed to wear shorts? Uh, not these days, not anymore. Okay. Even like the hoity-toity ones are now allow you to wear do short they, pants. Do they specify you could not wear like basketball shorts though, right? You'd be required you can, to wear. You can't wear cargo pants. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Matt you wouldn't be able out. to wear it. Yeah, there are, there, are, <laughs> uh, there are certain kind of, uh, of shorts that, that are not allowed at golf courses. But I played a, a pretty damn swanky golf course last year. It's called Galloway National. And, uh, I was told you can wear shorts. Okay. I'm like, okay, cool. That's so, good. Is yeah. that because you're Preston Elliott or can the mask? I masses, think they allowed yeah. it because I'm As me. Preston, you can't tell him what to wear. <laughs> Guess who's coming today? Preston Elliott. He's the voice on the radio. Uh, all right. So here's some other things. In your car. A Christmas sweater. And your personal listening devices. Uh, Chris- A Christmas sweater. I know. We literally have an event where we have to wear Christmas sweaters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, inappropriate uh, for men to wear to the office, an undershirt. Well, yeah. So is that like a wife beater type well, thing? So, so yeah, honestly. Like, that I could say. The, and I think we had this discussion. Are we past the point in time in which guys will wear undershirts under a dress shirt? No. Like a t-shirt no. under a dress shirt? No. Does that still happen? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'll do it. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it sometimes wear, it helps I with it. If I wear a dress shirt, I'm wearing just a dress shirt. Sometimes it helps with the uh, sweat prevention. Uh, that's I don't sweat also, that the nips. I don't like seeing your nipples, guys. Mm, nips. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> 
With me, these uh-huh. shot glasses were made for love. They're always they're rock hard almost all that, the time, that, and they're spectacular. That's why I like the undershirt. Kristen's nipples are so erotic. That's why I like. The, I don't mind the undershirt. Okay, oh, yeah. for guys. Kath, what if I what if I put band aids on? You, them? Preston, I'll bring band aids for you. <laughs> <sighs> But they have hairy areolas, so that oh, would, that's that would gonna suck. Hurt. I know. Hairy areolas. Yeah. Is that a band name? There was, a band called, there were, there was already a band yeah. called the Hairy Areolas. Right, yes. I, they, they actually came in our studio one time a long time ago. Uh, so, all right, here's some other things. Uh, Crocs are considered yeah. uh, inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Crocs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, overalls. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you work on a farm. Yeah. I mean, come on. Flip-flops. Casey's out. No, I don't wear flip-flops. No, you wear sandals. That's right. Who, who is, who has... I do. Occasionally. Who wore bib, who wore bib overalls or overalls the last time in... in... Oh. I wear flip-flops, not oh, overalls. Dude. Well, back when it was Preston, Marilyn, Steve. Marilyn, Marilyn oh, yeah. them all oh, yeah. the time. time. That was her, that was her, uh, get up for oh, sure. We had dairy cows we had to milk before our shift. <laughs> Uh, cycling gear is another one. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, and these are going up in, in, uh, in number, uh, in number. So number two on the list is gym gear, and number one is casual slash gym shorts. So, Kathy, those mesh, yeah. the yeah. meshies. Like, you're going to go right from your, work, right from work to your workout. They're saying no. <laughs> to be honest, that's what initially, uh, caused me to get into the, uh, habit of wearing shorts, especially, you know, um, obviously in the warmer weather. But when you're leaving to go work out, it's like, oh, I can just roll right in and go and out. Work, and, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I figure we pay for it because of our early hours. Like, that, yes. Is, does that make sense? I or agree. am I just talking about my nope. it, well, I, My chapless I, I agree 100%. All right. So uh, top items workers think are inappropriate for women All right, to okay. wear to the office. Uh, number one or number 15. It starts on the bottom here. Leggings. <laughs> uh, skorts. Oh. Skorts. Okay. Mini skirt. Well, yeah. That's because that's yeah. riding up pretty high, right? Mm-hmm. What about breens, which are what jeans are... with bras attached? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I actually don't like any short skirt or even shorts. I don't think that women should wear to work. Do you think All you right. look bad in skirts? No, no. I know a lot of uh, pe- people don't. I was I forget who the actress was, but she just said, I just don't look great in skirts, so she's always wearing pants. But you're... No, I mean, like, I, I mean, I don't like shorts. I don't have very many pairs of shorts. Um, but even for somebody who does look nice in shorts, I don't think you should wear shorts. To right. By the way, uh, backing up a moment, somebody texted and said, Preston, they have nipple covers for men. I think they're called <laughs> Mr. Nip. Mr. Nip. I'll have to look for those. I, I'll try those out. Okay. Uh, all right. So then, uh, and there's a few things on here I'm not familiar with. So you have the mini mini skirt, then mini dress. Mini. The play suit. I don't know what that is. Is that a romper? I don't know what that is either. Play suit? Maybe it's a romper. Oh, then I'm out on that. Uh, Can you look up uh, women's... uh, Maybe it's cosplay, because Kathy sometimes comes in as Boba Fett. Oh, okay, so... (laughs) look this up. The play suit is sort of like... uh, It's a romper, so it would be shorts. It's like a one-piece. Shorts Um, and and, uh, top... But All it's one. shorts, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. So that's inappropriate for work, according to this poll that was done. Uh, followed by, and here's another one I don't know. So oh, I, I like that. Undershirt slash chemise. Is that how you say that? Schlamazels. <laughs> chemise is the French word for shirt. Um, C-H-E-M-I-S-E. Then what's fromage, Nick? Uh, that's cheese. That's cheese. <laughs> What's Schlemiel? <laughs> it's a Schlemazel. Oh, okay. Uh, if you like work a, for Haas and Fever Incorporated. It's right. like lingerie. Yeah, it's kind of like a see-through shirt. Kathy, would you wear a sports bra to work as a, just a regular no. walk around? Okay. And I saw uh-huh. a girl jogging yesterday, and she was young and attractive, but 
Just wearing a sports bra and like no no pants or nothing. I, 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 well, that's what you wear when you're jogging, though. I mean, I, I know, but like it's, sexy. Well, it's it's almost like wearing a bikini while running. I know it's I, I, I don't know, maybe it's sexist of me to to gawk, but like it was an attractive woman. And Steve, no, she she had biker shorts on, but like. I don't know. Like, how am I not supposed to get in a car accident when I'm driving past that? Uh, I blame you. <laughs> well, yeah, but the workout trend for women has gone to yeah. just yeah. the sports bra. It wasn't always like it's, that. It's yeah. a trend I approve of. You know, would you I, wear the sports bra? So you would not. So would you just jog in a sports bra? You wouldn't do that. You would wear that. You'd wear something over it, right? Me? Yes, I okay, would wear right. something over but it. You're but you're saying but no, many but women I don't. Absolutely, see yeah. women oh, just, just okay. jogging in a sports yeah. shorts yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's especially where Nick drives if they're fit. <laughs> yeah. Usually, if they're fit, you know, you can you sure can absolutely yeah. get away with that. Not Mama June Shannon. Have it a concern. <laughs> uh, number nine is overalls. Once again, uh, number eight is casual shorts. Uh, number seven, eight, instead of formal shorts, a tube top. Uh, well, yeah, a tube top to work. <laughs> Come on. Uh, number six is hot pants. Yeah, this is obvious. Number five, flip flops. Then Crocs. Then a crop top. What's the difference between a tube top and a crop top? Well, I guess tube t-shirt top. has crop top has sleeves, right? Right, correct. A crop is never topped on my chest, and a tube top is just there are no <laughs> sleeves. Uh, then you have a bralette. Oh, what yeah. is that? Is like, like a bralette? It's like a Chicken you know it, it's like a a, a fancy stylish bra like a like decorative a bra like it's meant to be seen right. under the shirt. Oh, okay. It goes a little lower than the um, the under boob, right? Like it it, it uh, we don't no, know it's almost like a tu- it's almost like a tube top. No, yeah. no, no, it's not. A oh, tube here, top? Okay, yes. so here's a bralette yes. up in this studio. No, a tube top has. No I was gonna, you have to let me finish. Oh, it, it's almost like a tube top, but it has things that go over your shoulders, right? Because uh, you were asking about whether or not it goes under the boob, oh, but it goes a yeah. little bit further down it to like the midrib. To the midrib. Okay, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, the over the say. shoulder. Boulder holder. Right. That's right. That's right. By the way, you know what? In, in bra technology that I found is incredibly sexy now, and I don't know, and I've mentioned this before, Kathy, but you have the bra, and then you have like a, a little piece of strip that comes up over this way. Oh, Wait, I can't see what you're doing. Okay, so you have the, you have the bra. <laughs> yeah. big nipples are blocking it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And then, then there's like a piece of fabric, like a strip that comes oh, yeah, over yeah, this yeah. way. Oh, yeah. I think that's Wait, very, very hot. I saw a girl at the gym the other day, and it was a sports bra like that. And it was kind of like sticking off the top. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So do you approve or disapprove? I don't know what that's called. But. No, I like, it's just like an, it's just, it, it's decorative. It's Is like, it called a balconette? Well, no, this looks like it's some sort of like... Uh, S&M gear. Yeah, S&M gear. No, what Preston's talking about is an actual uh, bra, and it just has sort of like an extra piece of fabric. It's intentionally supposed to rise yeah. above the shirt Correct. level? Okay, because for a while it was the... You remember it was the... Um, the thong uh, straps pulled up above the jeans. Yeah, the whale that. tail. Right, right. Or in the back, the whale tail, yeah. For a while. Um, you know what word I love? Brazier. Brazier. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. It just, you know, makes you think of a gigantic... Conical-shaped bra, Madonna-type bra. Look at the brassiere. All right, and the number one on this list is also gym gear. Uh, not acceptable in the office. Kathy, no pajama pants on here. No pajamas, no PJs because at they, all. they didn't think that anyone would actually go to work in pajamas. <laughs> Who just <laughs> introduced a line of clothing that was... Jane Seymour. That Jane, that's it. Right? Yes. That's pajamas. It's a pajama it's line that you can wear, yeah. you can wear right. out and about. She was telling us about it. Right. Kathy was being nice. Yeah. But she disagreed. Well, listen, I, I you know, I know seeing this growing trend of these comfortable for, for men, yeah. dress pants that I was, I saw, I can't remember who was wearing it, but I, I, is it work? 
And I was, when I looked a little bit closer, I'm like, that dude's just wearing sweatpants. Dude, you know. He, ah. he, 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 I mean, they, they, they look like just like sweatpants. They, I'm sorry that you can you can put a belt through it. Yeah. And, and it has like stitching on your pockets or whatever. But I'm like, the material you're wearing right there is. Pajamas? So, so, so they slap the name on it. Yeah. And they're trying to rebrand sweatpants. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what? You should actually champion. You know what I, I mean? I should. Yeah. I you should. were the, the king of the warm-up suits for a while. Well, zip, I zip, still zip, am. Zip. The tracksuit? The, Adid- yeah. the Adidas tracksuit. I mean, I have every color, color. of the rainbow in sweatpants. And, and the only thing missing Adidas. is the retirement village and the golf cart that you ride around in. And, and lest anybody thinks that I'm getting paid for this. No, I, I have uh, I fully endorsed and paid for all of my Adidas gear. Okay. They should be paying me. They really should Didn't be. Didn't you do a funny TikTok dance video? Yeah, it wasn't they, that great. I got oh. another one I'm, that... Uh, You're working on? Working I, on? I, yeah, I, I need to... All your, all your tracksuits. I need to get Murph on it. Right, you know? Okay. I mean, if you want He's your videos busy. to look good... You got to get Murph to, to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway, I thought that was kind of an interesting article. One I do that like I, that. That I noticed, by Good the job, way. Noticer. Thank you. I'm noticing other things. He keeps noticing. He can't stop. Uh, I noticed. It's a compulsion. Oh, this is pretty cool. I, uh, auto racing is something that I will watch maybe once or twice a year. I'll because watch, of the cars? I'll watch the Indy 500. I might watch Daytona, yeah. but that's I'll watch the biggies. Right. You know? and, uh, and I don't do it as much as I used to. Like, I used to sit down and watch the whole race, the whole three hours, you know. Uh, and I haven't done that in a long time, but I'll casually kind of check in. But this I find interesting. NASCAR announced yesterday it's going to hold its first ever street race. Yes. Yeah. That will take place in downtown Chicago. I saw a feature on this. Oh. Looks Whoa. pretty cool. I mean, so I, it's fast and furious, basically. Um, well, and it's like Le Mans, you know, yeah. and yeah. things like that. So, so where they shut down the streets uh, and they actually race through the city. Uh, the Cup Series race will be held on uh, July 2nd next year during NASCAR's 75th season. And there will also be an IMSA sports car race the day before, as well as uh, music and entertainment along the 2.2-mile street course. The 12-turn course, and that's what's interesting is because these are going to be NASCAR. These, yeah. are, these, are, these are not, you know, Formula One. Street race, right, yeah. these, these, and, and they're going to be doing the 12-turn courses. These are the cars that normally just make a big left turn all day long. Uh, and it will include uh, Lakeshore Drive, Michigan Avenue, South Columbus Drive, pass through Grant Park, all these places we were at where we were there for our, our yeah. Hall of Fame uh, induction. Uh, the start and finish line and pit road will be in front of Buckingham Fountain, which I got some pictures of while oh, we yeah. were there. Yeah. Uh, so the one in um, Iron Man 2, that's Monte Carlo, right, where they race. Yes. And that's not, that's, uh, not NASCAR's, obviously. Um, uh, NASCAR did one last year, and I, I wanted to watch it, and I just I missed it. But it, they were in um, the L.A. Coliseum, which is a pretty small track. Mm. And I never I oh. never saw what it looked like. But it seemed like a really cool idea. It just would have been much tighter turns, and I'm, I'm assuming more laps. But this one sounds pretty interesting as well. Yeah. I think they were... They were um, it, it almost happened here in Philadelphia. They were going to do a street race, a street race with Formula Ones, and then I, they, I just guess they couldn't figure out the logistics of it all. But that was, I want to say, within the last fifteen years, they were looking at. Imagine how loud mm-hmm. that would oh be echoing through the buildings yeah. if you're in the city that mm-hmm. day uh, for for an event like this. But I would love to go to something like this because this is. 
one of those things where if you have uh, access to a floor that's on, you know, in a building that's on the uh, the route. You're there. You just stay inside and, and watch it from a great vantage point. Man, they're uh, pulling up the one in the Coliseum right now in the, in the studio here, and uh, this looks awful. It looks yeah, terrible. It, you, you, because they go slow. Yeah, yeah they're going uh, 15 it's, miles. It's, it's a, it's a, <laughs> I would imagine it's a quarter-mile track because that's what you run on yeah. in... in, uh, in I'd, I'd in, rather watch an electric uh, racing car toy, you know, than this. Yeah, that's why Pocono's badass because it's so right. big and they can really open it up. Nick, correct me if, if you can do a little checking on it. There is, a, I believe, there is a series that is coming on that will involve NASCAR racers and other racers where it, it is street racing, all of the Fast and the Furious, not a NASCAR course like you're describing here in Chicago. Uh, but it, it, it's like a reality show. Like a reality okay. show. I I could be completely talking out my ass. Hmm. Uh, so this is set for July 2nd next year. I thought that was pretty damn cool. So, all right, uh, notice another thing. Uh, this is an article that is about boredom. And it's Do you from, get bored easily? It's from Axios. I can get bored fairly easy. I have to keep something uh, to occupy me. And that's why I do, you know, that's why I do things like play golf or play right. drums. I, if I find myself sliding into bored territory, right. I will... Get on my drums. I will go outside and chip golf balls, uh, things like that, or uh, ice to, carving to kind of, or or, I, or I'll get started on a project. I'll start, you know, finally I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll clean out the garage or whatever I need to do. I need to keep active. I have found out uh, as I have aged that I need to keep doing. Something. I can disconnect and and watch movies and and you know absorb media that way, but I I kind of have to be doing something. I agree. So Axios Axios writes that we should embrace boredom. Saying that research has shown that allowing yourself to be bored promotes creativity. Yes. Saying as an example that it's why being in the shower is one of the most productive times for brainstorming. That's where I compose my rock opera. When we constantly distract ourselves instead of with our phones, it, quote, leaves little room for creative and original ideas. Uh, The article cited a study in which researchers bored one group by instructing them to sort beans by color. That'd be great. While another group was given something a lot more interesting to do. After that, each group was told to come up with good excuses for being late. And the board group had both more and more creative ideas. More ideas more creative ideas. Do you know what I find infuriating on this boredom chat uh, is the when people will post, I'm, I'm so bored. And they're they're like out at a at a resort or something, or they're they, you know they they have an entitled life, and you'll see celebrities so bored. It's like really you've got all this, and you're so bored. It's just the ultimate slap in the face. I'm bored. Your jet or mine? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, like yeah, like Kylie Jenner, right? Mm-hmm. So another study found we'll get unbored that boredom motivates people uh, to seek out novelty uh, as we think of new things to try when our minds wander when bored. Uh, the, chi- Whippets. the Child Mind Institute. All right, come to the man tonight. There's going to be a ton of those balloons out there. <laughs> bring a tank. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't even have to bring one. Okay. One will be provided for you. Your Whippet tank, sir? <laughs> Do they sell balloons? Oh, my God. How much? Uh, I I think the I no listen I didn't buy any because I don't do yeah, drugs. Right. But, um, this is at the fish concert. At the right. fish concert last night, so it, the, the Phoebe Snow concert. It was ten dollars for a balloon, which I mean, uh, it used, it's not bad. Yeah. It used to be five dollars a balloon. It used to be five with a, a supply $1, chain. Well, yeah. it was five dollar balloon and then one dollar refill. Yeah, a refill and uh, that oh, was, they had, that was how it worked. That mm-hmm. was yeah, but that was like summer '93. 
Uh, and that, that's when I lost most of my brain cells. But the, yeah, it's been a long time for me. Uh, but the, the, don't do balloons. Heard people yelling. I think they were yelling like ice cold <laughs> or like cold as no. I think they were ice cold. And not I, cold as ice. Not cold as You're ice. You're willing to sacrifice <laughs> our love. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yes, that's what they were yelling. Hey Cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice <laughs> our love. Cold as ice. You're willing to What is, uh, as a non... Um, they don't have a muffler for those things either, man. You can hear those tanks being... Uh, what, what is the effect when one does that? Well, yeah, oh, you man. Get, oh, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's... And and if you've ever gotten a little taste of it at the dentist, imagine that in a more concentrated dose. And so the only thing I've had where I've had sort of that euphoric, it was the propofol, propofol. for colonoscopies. I've you, never had, had nitrous at a, at a dentist's office? No, okay. never. It's, um, uh, so it's a little bit of numbness, lightheadedness, yeah. uh, deep relaxation. Okay. Would you be into it? I mean, we have a whipped cream in the, uh, <laughs> in the office. No, I don't no, want to no, do no, anything no, like that. I, I listen, here's that. the deal. If you are going to do it, I, I don't do it, but if you are, uh, please sit down. <laughs> sit down. I have watched. You can hit the ground Oh, easy. my God. I watched this. Uh, oh, my, my friend's girlfriend, she fell and chipped her tooth on uh, on one of those parking blocks. I watched this dude fall straight back and then started vomiting. Like the best to into- not do it at all, right? Don't do it at no. all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. But it's uh but it's a super deep relaxation and just uh euphoria. I mean euphoria. Okay. Okay. It's, euphoria. it's also really quick. It's, it's very short. Yeah, Thirty seconds. Does yeah. not last long, which is why, Steve, you then buy the second balloon for a dollar and <laughs> one dollar. Anyway, yeah. Can I go back to boredom for oh, a moment? Yeah. So yeah. the child <laughs> whip it chat. Mild Child Mind Institute says that boredom is good for kids because learning to deal with being bored helps them learn flexibility, planning skills, and problem solving. I this is why I really I would really like to take my phones, the phones away from my kids when they, when I just see them sitting there for hours just scrolling or watching. And I'm like, man, you need to take a break from that. Do you know that like in, um, in some countries, I think China is one of them. They actually shut down access to like their version of TikTok. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like a, you can't do it at night. You can talk about it here. Right, right. So. Um, it, it does become a like uh, a brave new world press. It becomes the drug, yeah. And so soma, um, soma, right? <laughs> and so um, I, I I can see the the notion of looking for things to do. And I I don't want to be like, well, we walked twelve miles to school in the blizzard. No, but there was something about well, tapping into that. I th- Creativity. I, th- I think that being able to entertain yourself when you have nothing available yes. is a skill that you need to have because at some point you are going to find yourself without that phone and you're going to be lost. Yep. Like, Casey, I forgot mm-hmm. where you were where you had to sit for a while and you didn't have it. It's like, what do I do now? You know, like, and, and if you had to wait for a length of time for something, whatever it may be, in line or for an appointment or whatever, mm-hmm. and you didn't have <laughs> anything... You either had, like, the magazine that was there or something like that, or you just sat with your thoughts, <laughs> and that's just what you did. And it is actually a time to kind of explore your mind a little it bit. It is. Well, that's why hiking. That's why um, yeah. that is a zen time where you can go out and just think about things. Yeah. And think about your manifesto and how many cops are <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, so Axios uh, offered a couple of tips to start trying to spend less time on your phone, including 
uh, not looking at your phone, but just standing there when you're in line at a store no. or going for a short walk without a podcast or music. I will do that. I'll do that on purpose. I will, I will uh, uh, on purpose, not grab the phone and automatically put my head yeah. down and do this. I'm like, I'll just observe. Do you ever and, go and look around and see what's here? Do you ever just go line standing? I do that. I'll just go stand in line for a while. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just, just line standing. Yeah. Hey, what are you guys doing tomorrow? <laughs> We're going to go line standing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can I come too? <laughs> sure. Just, I go to the bank, the DMV. <laughs> you just keep letting people in front of you? Yeah. You go to are a doctor's sure? office, no. not even have an appointment. Yeah, just yeah, go yeah. stand, wait. <laughs> And just, uh, you know, line when, standing. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I have time to notice uh, for. This, see, this is what I do. Go. I notice things. And, and I, I need you to notice that you need to stop talking. If I were on my phone all the <laughs> I time, need you to stop talking. I wouldn't be noticing. So that's there right. You go. All right. With that, we do need to take a break. A reminder a secret text word prize chance to win a $50 bonefish grill gift card. So text word secret 39333. We will see if you win a little bit later on. Something special coming up. It's Nick's birthday today. Yeah. We're going to do that in a little while. B-File is up next. We're going to go live on Fox. Good day when we return. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high quality, round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going live on Fox Good Day Uh, right now. Turns out there are a lot of men who get intimidated by women. Mm. Maybe the woman is too tall. Maybe she's too pretty. And so guys, some won't even bother to ask them out Mm. uh, because they're intimidated. Now, I would say that I was this way when I was younger. I've gotten over that a little bit. Oh, he's um, over it. <laughs> Preston, were you ever hesitant to ask a woman out because, oh, my God, she's too good looking? Oh, yes. Oh, very much mm-hmm. so. I was. I, I have always have been and still am intimidated by very beautiful women. Uh, and I, it was uh, fear of rejection, I think, was a big part yeah, of that. It's a huge thing, yeah. yeah. I mean, especially yeah. when, when it came to... Asking someone out, but it even continues in just a uh, a conversive uh, situation. Uh, like if, if I'm, you know, obviously I've been happily married for a long, long time. But if I find myself in the company of a very beautiful woman, Alex, oh. uh, I find myself <laughs> uh, kind of intimidated. Well, listen, we were face to face not that long ago, and I was sitting right, right. next to Alex. He, he and did I, mention it. I was like, I, I kept no turning way. away. I'm like, don't look at me. <laughs> don't look at this beast. This beast of a man. Her luminous beauty got to you. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Are you being serious on any level there? No, he's not. He is. For real. He's true. He He said it after Alex left. He said it to us. He said it to us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) And I was, you guys know, I was a mess walking in there. Yeah, you were were a mess. You're crying out loud. We look like we crawled out from the sewer system. (laughs) 
and you're done up to the nines. And Mike was all, I said to Mike, I, I said, guess who in this room is on TV right. and who's on radio? Yeah. Oh, stop it. We're all on TV right What's now. Yeah. Yeah. They knew we were bringing cameras, and they still look like sloths. We totally did. We're not changing for anyone. Our natural habitat. But here's the thing. Wouldn't you guys be, because Mike and I were discussing this, and I'm like, if you have the chance and there's a beautiful woman or intelligent woman, whatever, that you're impressed by, wouldn't you want to get the chance? Like, well, you, you go for it. I remember when I was a younger man, I, I finally said, I walked up to her and I said, Sister Beatrice, I'd like to date you. <laughs> oh and and I, she listen, said no. She put, had, turned me down. My, my now wife, I had, to, I had to summon some liquid courage. And I remember <laughs> oh. turning to a guy next to me. I'm like, I'm going for it. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am going for it. And Where I was did. It, Where was this? Yeah. Oh, it was at it was at a nightclub. I mean, it was a, okay. it was nineties nightclub heaven, man. And uh, and I and I what went was your in. Opening line. I said, "Well, listen, I we had known each other. I, I, you okay. know, I, so she wasn't a complete." Stranger. You pointed to the sore on your lip and said, "This will clear up." But I, <laughs> <laughs> someday soon, yeah, someday I promise. and then we can kiss. And then we can kiss. No, I I approached her and she had told me like a, a while before that she had a boyfriend. She had built a wall up around her, and I said. <clears throat> when the wall comes tumbling down, give me a call. Wow. And I whipped out my oh. phone number, and it worked. like uh, Reagan and Gorbachev. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tear down that wall yes. and let me in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, well, that works. You, now it you're works. happily married. I'm yes. Very, I'm very glad. It was one of the best decisions I ever made was to go for it. Yeah. Yep. See, let this be a lesson, fellas. I know. Approach that. You know Shoot your shot. <laughs> when I was really young... I would only go out with women who asked me out. No kidding. I'm so afraid of rejection. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, can see that. that. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it it does. Now, obviously, uh, you can wait around a long time if that's not happening. But but once you do, uh, at what point did the switch flick where you said, "Okay, now I've got the confidence." Yeah, when was this? This. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I'm now. I'm, no, I'm living my life in reverse. You're living your best life, yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm like That's in my good. 20s. Okay, bye, kid. All right. I'll see you next okay. week. All right, yeah. we'll see you later, guys. All right. No, honestly, so, so yeah, Alex and, and Mike came by here. There's yeah. a segment they were filming, and uh, I, I sat next to Alex, and she left, and I told you guys, I'm like, man, she is so pretty. Yeah. yeah. Because she was sitting right next to me. And, of course, they're... You know they they are really they're done TV up. They're done they're, up. they're made yeah. up for for. Uh, uh, but she's so much fun and so cool. Yeah, and so beautiful. She's just a, a just a, a shining entity to be around. A lot of crushes on Alex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, we, was, and we we are in shorts. I yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> whatever. And uh, I mean, I look like I walked. Out, I'm a diehard terrorist. And but we look as cash as can be, but that's what we do. Right? Yeah, we are on Sorry. the radio. Mm. I, when I was twenty, there's no way in hell I would have ever asked out an Alex Holly. Oh no! But when you get to know, I would have like asked that, out an Alex Haley. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, he's a good writer. Yeah, you. That roots was a killer. No, yeah. but Steve, like you and I have talked about this a million times. Like, it, it, there there are certain points in your life where you are intimidated and scared and nervous and yes. and, and the rejection. But like, once you start actually talking to a person, a woman as like as a person and not being intimidated by them, now I'd feel comfortable asking out. Yeah, I'm sorry, even you know. But like, it's what you you have to reach reach a certain point in your life where you're like. Okay, it's just somebody that I'm talking to. Yeah, agreed. Uh, by the way, they were in here to film something. Did anybody see that? I did. I watched it on Saturday Do night. Do we have a link to it or anything that we can see it? Uh, yeah, I can send you the link. No. I, uh, I didn't know it aired. Nobody told me when it was going to air. Yes. Oh, man, hang on, Marissa. Hold on. 
Uh, yeah, I was having some problems opening it yesterday online because of our computer system, but I'm going to put it up on Preston and Steve later today. Okay. Uh, it's like a 20-minute video that just recaps all of these old ones. I didn't it's see it. It was, it was 10 years of uh, the Preston and Steve show with uh, doing our, our check-in with Fox Good Day. And uh, they were going to run back highlights, and we just did a little... Uh, did you we know, win an Emmy? Cut in segments. I think I we think I think so. we won no, an Emmy. No. Uh but uh well maybe we haven't been able to be nominated for it until now. Okay, until they now. did civil yeah. feature, so we'll see. We, big secret. we didn't even know. We should submit we should. our yeah. segments because you can. Totally. We, we yeah. can submit, it. submit it. Why have we not been doing that? Why? Because we're stupid. <laughs> think of all the Oscars we lost out on. <laughs> I won an Emmy. All right, let's. We'll talk to Nick. Okay, Murphy. All right, we'll do that. All right, uh, you know what we haven't done yet is not only the bizarre file, but we didn't get a look at traffic first. So let's oh, go ahead geez. and do that right about now, Kath. What's going on? That is a good idea. Okay, we're jammed. All right, we have to move on. <laughs> Ninety-five northbound at Street Road. That off ramp still closed with police activity. They've now got a Street Road eastbound closed between Bristol Pike and Samuel Drive because of police activity as well. All of this happening in Ben Salem on ninety-five southbound. Uh, that is slow from Academy through to Bridge Street on the Vine westbound. You're backing up the length 95 to the Schuylkill. Schuylkill eastbound slows from 202 into Belmont. Heavy the Boulevard to the Vine. Westbound jams from Pasheyank to South Street. The Boulevard out to the Blue Route. A 30 bypass eastbound jams 340 to Norwood Road. And then in New Jersey, 42 north slowing the Black Horse Pike to 295. 55 northbound jams Deptford to 42. And then in Mullica Hill, the White Horse Pike both directions between uh, Weymouth Road and 561. The left lane is closed with construction for about another hour or so. This traffic report brought to you by Love Island USA on Peacock. There's a heat wave on the way with a 100% chance of things getting extra steamy. Brought to you by Love Island USA on Peacock. Stream new episodes Tuesday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, this uh, beef file brought to you by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. You can protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. President Steve listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show, so go to drytechcorp.com. California thieves pulled off a heist straight out of Ocean's Eleven, swiping up to $150 million in jewels Whoa. from a Brinks armored truck as it drove from one convention show to another. That's crazy. I've never heard of something that How did big. they do it? Um, well, they don't really know yet. So last week's stunningly brazen theft netted a haul featuring rare vintage one-of-a-kind pieces stuffed into 25 to 30 bags in the back of the high-security vehicle. Uh, so a uh, distraught vendor who lost a priceless inventory to theft uh, said, my life, that's how I live, and that's how I feed my kids. He said, you're looking at 19-carat yellow gold with over 100 carats of multicolored sapphire, the jeweler said of some of his items. Sunday, you had merchandise. Today, you have nothing. The FBI is now investigating the crime, which occurred early Monday, July 11th. The precious cargo had been loaded into a Brinks truck, the night before, after an international gem and jewelry show in San Mateo, south of San Francisco, and was being driven more than a ha- five and a half hours away to another showcase at the Pasadena Convention Center northeast of Los Angeles, 
The truck had apparently nearly made it to its destination when it was robbed in the mountain community of Fraser Park. Further details about how it occurred were not released. So we so, don't know if it was surrounded by gunmen or... Yeah, it or, had to have been elaborate. Right. You know, to, to, because those those things are, you know, they're armored cars. And they're, they're hard to they're, get. Yes. And the, I can't wait to hear how this was done. Yeah, I don't know if anybody was shot or if <clears> any, any any hostages were taken or none of that stuff. They're being really, really quiet about it. There isn't clear... Uh, if they, 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 they wouldn't want to give away a winning methodology to yeah. potential other thing. Here's how they did it. Uh, Brinks disputed the massive uh, estimate of the stolen jewels, putting the total loss at less than $10 million, citing vendors reported that to them before the doomed shipment took off. But the director of the San Mateo show uh, said the 18 jewelers robbed of their gems had lost more than $100 million in the theft, while vendors claimed the figure was as high as $150 million. But that is <clears throat> ridiculous. Wow. A dental trend known as turkey teeth. Turkey teeth. Mm. Yes. <laughs> that involves traveling abroad to get drastic cut price treatments is leaving thousands of Britons facing painful complications. Are they, in fact, traveling to Turkey? That is, yes, part of where they're going. So you're not getting a tooth teeth. that resembles I a turkey. I love that gobbler. How did you get that installed? Uh, the Look at waddles when I go... <laughs> The procedure, which leaves patients with a Hollywood smile, is being fueled on social media under the hashtag Turkey Teeth. Mm, turkey Teeth. Which I has been viewed more than 100 million times. Let me play with your giblets. But a new BBC... <laughs> turkey Teeth. But a new BBC documentary has looked at the fallout, asking whether the risks really outweigh the savings on cheaper treatment. With UK dentists warning the complications can leave patients with huge medical bills to fix shoddy work. Yes, do you install guinea pig nuts? One <laughs> private clinic has urged <laughs> patients to be certain that they know what they're getting, uh, know what they are getting after they've been contacted by clients who have had been sold veneers, Ugh. but given the much more aggressive option of crowns. Why would you risk turkey teeth? Uh, the Harley Street Smell Clinic in London said that they had been inundated with young people suffering from severe infections, intense, long-lasting pain, infected gums, or rotting teeth due to the procedure. And the, the Brits are so well-known for their good teeth. In one case, TikToker uh, Lisa Martin revealed how her experience turned into a nightmare after she traveled to Turkey for what a cosmetic treatment... Uh, where she paid 3500 bucks for uh, she thought was veneers but actually was a set of crowns. She said, I was duped into the dream of having a full set of perfect teeth and I was never going to have any issues with, but I was grossly uh, misled about what I was having done. They were sold to me as veneers, not a full set of crowns. And apparently it's a much more intense procedure. Yes. You, you, you like whittle the tooth down, don't you? And it's, well, they, they do that for veneers, too. Do they? Yeah, but there's something uh, more intense. I, I read the article, the, the difference between veneers you and You want that and perfect crowns. turkey look. Uh, so, Dr. Uh, Warman, director of the dental clinic in Liverpool, said, if I did 20 crowns on a 21-year-old for the purpose of improving the color, I would have my license revoked. I would be fired. Uh, she said that her clinic... Uh, receives one to three calls a day from people with issues with their teeth after going abroad, but that her clinic cannot treat them afterwards. So, um, yeah, there's a there's you file them down both. I think it says um, crowns are inserted up to seventy percent of the tooth is filed down. So, yeah. Anyway, it's it's, it's crazy. Yep, yeah, it's a nutty thing. I know somebody who traveled to another country for um, liposuction. Oh, because God. it was way really? cheaper. I, Dude, that I is that that is also one of the deadliest uh, pre- and most invasive procedures. Uh, isn't that how Kanye's, Kanye's mom mother. died? Yeah, yeah. You know and she had to stay. Guy? 
she was in Colombia, mm. and she had to stay for the recovery. So, like, she was there for, like, oh. weeks. Yep. All right. Uh, how about this story? A Colorado Springs man has successfully pushed a peanut yeah. all the way to the summit of Pikes Peak with his nose. He did it? Yep. I saw the story over the weekend that he was in the process of going up. Bob Salem, Nick, he's a local idiot. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> reached the top of Pikes Peak on Friday morning. He broke the previous verified record for the feat, completing the arduous task in seven days. The record was eight days. Uh, he's the fourth person to summit America's Mountain this way. The attempt comes as part of the Manitou Springs 150th birthday celebration. Uh, to avoid the heat and the distraction, Salem said he did most of his pushing after dark. Wait a second. He's using some sort of apparatus. He has a spoon or a spatula. <clears throat> Cheater! Taped uh-huh. to his nose. That's the way they do it, though. Oh, all right. Uh, and he said, when I did it in the daylight and stuff, I'd have to stop every 10 minutes, five minutes, take some pictures, talk to some people, do all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of dragged on the trip a little bit. He estimates that he used nearly two dozen peanuts throughout the week. Some fell into cracks between rocks on the trail. He wasn't able to retrieve them. Uh, starting out, the plan was for someone to go along with the uh, with Salem to carry his backpack and supplies. Well, that fell through. So he did the entire trip by himself. I'm not going to do it, yeah. is what he said. <laughs> You're a damn fool. Uh, hiking a ways up and leaving his backpack as far as he could make it, turning around and then doing the trip up again. So he had to double back Ugh. every time. I think That's crazy. you want the real record, you push it with your nose, and you have the same peanut that you started with. As That's a record. Finished the trek, a representative from the city uh, gave Salem a jewelry box to house his final peanut. Here. <laughs> he also Here. two plaques commemorating his effort. I did read he was doing it for charity. So oh, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, 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 all, right. Right. all right. For um, scoliosis. <laughs> I got, I got another story that deserves to be in the bizarre file. We only have time for one more. It's a horrible story. Do you want to save it for the second one? Mm, no, I'm, I'm going to do this. And I, I don't like that on bad ones, but man, this is this has to be in the bizarre file. A newborn baby died tragically on Friday when a pack of monkeys yeah. stole him from his parents and threw him off a roof. What? Is that not insane? So where is this in... It's in India. India. So they, they were doing this. Remember, they got into a row with some neighborhood dogs. Yeah, yeah. And they killed the, the puppies. They, they were throwing them off the roof. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Niradesh Upadhyaya was uh, standing on his third floor terrace with his wife and child when the animals landed and surrounded them. Uh, he tried to run away from them with a the four-month-old. When the baby fell out of his hands, the ground, the monkey picked him up and threw him over the side. It's terrible. Uh, the baby died right away. I'm going to do another story. Uh, another family member, other family members ran up to the terrace uh, to help, but were too late. The monkeys then reportedly attacked them as well. Dude. So they're, they're like fierce. I'd be packing heat. If, if, if you're getting attacked by monkeys this regularly and they're grabbing your pets and your kids and throwing them off roofs? In 2019, a pack of the animals chased a 60-year-old woman off a roof to her death. In 2018, a monkey fatally bit a 12-year-old child after taking him from his mother's arms. Oh Hey, uh, so hey, it's the date. monkeys. Stay old, child. Well, hey, 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 hey. Hey, it's the monkeys. <laughs> All right, I'll do one more story because I'm not going to answer. That's bad. Yeah. That's really bad. Uh, there's pretty crazy video that shows a massive sinkhole opening up in the Bronx and swallowing a van. Oh, yeah, have you guys man. seen this? I did. Uh, it's insane. When CBS2 first arrived at Radcliffe Avenue in Morris Park after Monday's heavy rains, the hole was already the length of at least three cars. The vehicles lined up on its edge, and as cameras rolled, the ground under the parked white van suddenly crumbled. The vehicle tipped into the to the left before it completely tumbled into the gaping hole. I mean, it just took it all the way yep. in. It ate it. The ground swallowed it up. 
Uh, onlookers, many also catching the fall on film, shouted out in shock. Uh, before his van was swallowed up, the owner, Tony, yeah. uh, the owner, uh, Tony Papadopoulos, <clears throat> had already reassured that he was not worried because he was alive. He said, I'm all right. Lose the van. It's life. Mm. Uh, the Department of Environmental Protection uh, could not confirm that the sinkhole was caused by the huge storm on Monday, although it had started at the same time. But it's it's crazy when yeah. stuff like that happens, man. All right, and there you go. That's, That's a good one. That's how you end the bizarre file. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have a little surprise for Nick. And that's all I'm going to say about that. That's it. So we'll take a break. And it is his birthday today, so that's why we are doing this special little thing. So when we return, we will have that. Hang in there. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay put. Did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger Save the Date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at WMMR.com slash campout. So, yes, today, Nick McWayne's 47th birthday, and uh, we, uh, we thought, you know, it would be nice to do something special. Sometimes we do uh, little birthday events on the show, and sometimes we don't. We don't always do it. It kind of, it, it, there's too many of us, and it would take too much. We're busy people. We're busy people. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, but this time around, Marissa Magnata had a great idea. Yeah, home like, run. And, and we're like, if you can make this happen, that would be fantastic. Right. So. I'm just going to, I'm going to welcome, now Nick, by the way, to set the stage, Nick is in the uh, far corner of the studio. Uh, we have a two podiums set up, um, and so obviously we're going to play some kind of game. Let me make sure your mic works. Nick, can, can you? Yeah, sound good? Yeah, everything okay. sounds good. Okay, so do you have any idea? No. No idea what's about to happen? No, I'm a little nervous, uh, right. but if there's any bit of trivia involved, I'm excited because I love trivia. Yeah. What uh, what, uh, what do you love about trivia? I well, mean, you know, we used to play Crack Shot, which really made me nervous, but, like, it was also kind of fun, like, trying to get them right. But, you know, I watch Jeopardy every night, and uh, and it's just my favorite game show. Shout out to Sheena Parveen, who was uh, delivering clues yes. on Jeopardy last night. Yeah, she's now in San Diego, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah well, that was neat to see. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just a, a trivia fan. We did, we did um, a Clash Room. And 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 you, I think you saw. Well, you're you're better than I am as far as I do love Jeopardy. I do love the trivia, but I fold. Yeah. I, I I just get yeah. too. I fold instantly in when the time pressure's on. Well, Steve, you know, like when you're on TV too, like when the cameras are on you. Like I don't know if I'd ever do well on Jeopardy on Jeopardy. Yeah, I do great on the couch when I'm sitting at home. Yeah, know? likewise. Like yeah. I ran I ran a couple of, to- of categories last night. And I'm like. How awesome! No, I'd be terrible. <laughs> hey, didn't you didn't you audition for it one time or something like that? I auditioned for Jeopardy. I've never made it to like to the to the actual come out to L.A. stage, right? Um, uh, of trying out, but there's a show um, that uh, Ken Jennings is also on, um, and it's called um, The Chase. The Chase, and yeah. it's it's based on a British version. And they have, and so they brought on the guy from The Chase, who's their basically their their goat with. A couple of Jeopardy um, yeah, champions. James Holzhauer's right, on that, yeah. Brad Rutter. And so I tried out for that. And I made it kind of far in the, that trial process. But, yeah, getting on those shows is not easy. Yeah, and maybe someday you'll get there. But today is going to be the next best thing. Because, Nick, we are welcoming to the studio 16-time Jeopardy champion Ryan Long yeah! this morning. Oh, my God! To battle you. Wow! In a game of 
Preston and Steve style Jeopardy. So Ryan has just made it into the studio. Ryan, step up behind the podium wow. right there. Oh my God, what an honor! <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Ryan. What a great champion, man! Yeah, yeah he's yeah. amazing, and a, and a huge Eagles fan. And welcome to the studio, man. It's so nice to meet you. I'm a huge everything, man. <laughs> uh, Ryan graciously uh, said yes to this invitation to come in and play a game of Jeopardy with you, Nick. Well, it's uh, I'm looking forward to losing, and uh, but no, I mean Ryan, fantastic champion, uh, really repped Philly well, and uh, and we chatted with you, I guess, over Zoom. Uh, maybe two or three months ago, Ryan, and um, well, awesome. This is really cool. It's Ryan, a real honor to meet you. Ryan's run, I think you'll agree, Nick. We all watching you go through the uh, the process of become a champion, keep going, and uh, you know, ha- you really you you. There's some champions who are like, okay, all right, not so interesting, but they're doing well. You were a lot of fun to watch, and uh, and so it's great to know that we'll be seeing you eventually when they have tournament of champions coming up. Have they alerted you to any that are in the future? Uh, yeah, they, well, first let me say I'm honored to be here in this, uh, temple of knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and, uh, (laughs) the Tournament of Champions, we, uh, we, uh, go back in September and it'll show, will air in November. Excellent. Excellent. All All right. And you know what? We'll talk. He's to part of the pantheon. We'll now. talk a little bit more about Jeopardy, but I think we need to play the game. I think yeah. we do. So yeah. here's what we're going to do. I'm going to move to the other side of the studio. Marissa has made a Jeopardy board, and I'll give you the rundown of how this is going to work out. But I got to make the you. Move, walk, I'll so, describe yeah. you walking over. Okay. Preston's now walking past Casey. He's now rounding the corner. He's now behind me. He's now behind Kathy, and he's walking over to the other side of the room. And Marissa's bringing in the game board, uh, which looks quite nice, and Preston is all plugged in. Oh, I didn't turn my mic on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, there we go. This is just like being back in the studio. (laughs) And though the the production value is sure exactly the same. Exactly. If if the studio was in a kinder care, Uh, Case, if you can give me a little Jeopardy music, I will uh, describe exactly how this is going to work. So uh, we decided instead of doing the entire uh, show where we would do uh, five questions per category and seven categories, we trimmed it down a little bit. So it's going to be four categories with four questions per category. Uh, the numbers are going to stay similar to that in that the uh, easier ones will be 100 followed by 200, 300, then 400 and so on. And we'll play the regular Jeopardy game. Now, I don't think we have any double Jeopardies on here. We forgot to do that. So it's just going to be straight trivia questions. But that's the kind of game that we would do. We would forget yeah. to do certain things. However, uh, can people, I assume people can watch us streaming live, right? Yes, we are streaming live on YouTube if you'd like to check this out. Our Jeopardy board is falling apart. If we could just get a piece of tape to put uh, the... Uh, there we go. So uh, the way this is going to work, and uh, the little bit different than the regular uh, Jeopardy, Ryan, is that um, we don't have the ability to hold off on your buzzers until the question is completed. Normally, I believe that's the way it works on the show. Until the host finishes asking or delivering the uh, the answer, you can, you're kind of blocked out from buzzing in, right? Yeah, there's a light that pops up that I'm way too slow at. Oh, oh you, yeah. no, you, you did just fine. I think you used, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, you you would jump in. So, and I've seen people do it. James Holzhauer did it where he let the question, so confident in your ability, you you jump in and then you hash it out after you have those few seconds to figure out the answer. Was Am I right on that? Uh, well, I, you know, the, my reaction time is probably not <laughs> quite as quick as James's, but... Uh, 
Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah, more or it, less. It seemed to be a winning. Well, it certainly was a winning uh, way to pr- approach the game. Yeah, it's sort of counterintuitive. My brain works just slow enough in those moments after I've rang <laughs> in just fast enough that uh, <laughs> I have time to consider the answer. All right. Well, the way this is going to work, I will start to read the uh, the clue, the uh, the answer, and if you go ahead and buzz in, if you buzz in before I'm finished, I'll just stop and and not continue. Now you're going to be able to see it too because it's written on these cards right in front of us. So it's not quite Jeopardy level. So smart. I didn't even know. There was a buzzer. There's a buzzer right there. <laughs> By the way, oh, the, in the initial, in the early... <laughs> the board is falling apart. In the early stages of Jeopardy, it was not mandatory that you wait for Alex to finish the question. You remember that? Or the uh, clue? Well, yeah, I mean, but... Uh, they changed I, mean, I would listen to him talk anyway. Like, I feel bad <laughs> bringing in on Alex Trebek. Right, right. Such was, a great voice. Was Wink Martindale the host before? Wink Martindale was yeah. the host initially. and then So yeah. in the early stages, though, and, and when they sometimes show the best of uh, episodes... It was actually annoying to have people buzz in before he had finished the clue. Right. And I think that's what mandated them doing this full, let me read it and then buzz in. And he had that delivery. The answer is. Right, yes. Like yeah. that. All right, so we're going to do it a little bit differently. We'll do it our way. Let's try the buzzers out. Nick, if you wouldn't mind hitting that. Hey! Very good. And uh, Ryan, could we hear your buzzer? <laughs> All right. So when you hear that, you'll know who buzzes in. All right. So do you prefer to have uh, thinking music underneath, or do you want to go dry like they um, do in a... I, I think... Uh... I, I think a little bit of music underneath okay, cool. kind of fills it out for radio more than uh, television. Hannah Marissa is still taping together our board for On us. On so. Jeopardy, they play Gungam style under the... Uh... <laughs> this is not going to work. It's a, it's okay. Um, hang on. What What is the... What? Oh, oh, it's because of the bass on there. What is uh, adhesive? Hang on. Hang on. Here, I got I got you. Oh, yeah, this... that's, a, that's a good question, though. Do we yeah. have to do it in the form of a question? Jeopardy style? Uh, yeah. Yes, we please. Do Jeopardy style, man. Yep, yep. we got to do a Jeopardy style. Go Jeopardy or go home. Okay, so the categories. You ready to begin? Yes. The categories are, remember there's four, round the world, hooray for Hollywood, stupid answers, and for those about to rock. Now, quick question. Yeah. Our scorekeeper will be? I'm, I'm, I I can do it. You can do it. I thought Romano was going to do oh, it. Oh, Roma, okay. Right. Romano's going to do it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. But you want, I'm, I think I'm just going to do it on my computer. If, if I keep walking up in there, yeah. I'm going to get in the. No, in don't the put camera. it on there. Don't okay. put it on there. Just you, uh, and let you us know, know the scoring scores. process, right? Yeah, you get penalized. Well, for, so, incorrect for incorrect answers. Do you know Thanks. how to add and subtract? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Wait. I, I was about to ask, are we going to get the calculator on. involved here? Or? I am not. I don't watch, Je- I don't watch Jeopardy. So, no. so if they get it wrong, they subtract that amount that yep. they are. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Yeah, we'll help you out along the way. Okay. All right. This is why we did fewer uh, answers here for this. Because we're right. idiots. Hold on. Now Nick Murphy's moving. <laughs> Dude. So you can okay. see the game board. All right. All right. We good to go? Yeah, we're good. All right. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> since he's the birthday boy, we will allow Nick to, uh, to get us started. So, Nick, what's it going to be? All right. Well, let's uh, start with Round the World for 100, please. All right, here we go. And the answer is Wyoming's largest lake. It lies right in the middle of a national... Nick McAway. What is Lake Yellowstone? Mm, Yellowstone Lake. We'll give it to you. Ah. Okay, that's 100 points for Nick. All right, Nick, you get to choose again. I'll take Round the World for 200, please. All right, and the answer to that question... I shouldn't have trimmed my nails. I can't get this at over 3,500,000 square miles, this desert covers an area larger than Australia. Hey! Nick. What is the Sahara? That is correct. Yeah. So far, 300 points for Nick. Zero Nick for Wright Riot. Picked a topic he is strong in, by the way. Yeah, geography nerd here. Yeah. Uh, I'll do around the world for 300, please. All right. Next answer is the number of states that touch the Pacific Ocean. Hey! 
Nick. What is five? That is correct. Wow. You want to try and run the category? Uh, yeah, round the world for 400. Please. All right, here we go. Round the world for 400. All right. The smallest and shallowest of the world's five oceans is this one. Hey! Nick. What is the Arctic? That is correct. Hey! You ran the category. Damn. Kathy, what's the total so far? 1,000 points. 1,000 points Kathy. for Nick. <laughs> Zero for Ryan. Well done, Kathy Romano. What an adder. On the math. All right, Nick, next category. All right, let's just uh, keep going to the right. We'll do a hooray for Hollywood for 100, please. All right, and the answer is this PBS bird has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nick. Who is Big Bird? That is correct. Wow. Wow. All right. I think Ryan's being nice. Coffee didn't kick in yet. (laughs) You're just tuning in. Ryan Long, 16-time Jeopardy champion, taking on Nick McElwain in Jeopardy for his birthday. Did you want to do 200? I I started. Sometime Alex would pick the would pick a... (laughs) I'm going to override you on that and go with potent potables for 400. (laughs) Hooray for Hollywood. Here we go. Marilyn Monroe adored this jazz great and helped her get a booking at a Hollywood hotspot. (laughs) (laughs) Brian. Uh, Take a shot. Uh, Ella Fitzgerald. That is correct. In the form of a question. In the form of a question. question, Jeopardy champ. Go ahead. My apologies. It's my Jeopardy champ privilege showing. <laughs> that is right. And by the way, in the first round, they were usually a little lenient oh, with that. Yes, so. they are. Now they get, yes, mm. there are yep. two rounds. What do you think? We're half-assed here? Yes. Just because the board is falling oh, yeah, apart and we left out double Jeopardy? Uh, yeah. Who is Ella Fitzgerald? Very, very well done, yes. <laughs> That's my reaction time's a little slow, I said. All right. <laughs> All right, so uh, next category. Where would you like to go, Ryan? Uh, go on with Hollywood for three. All right, and the answer is... She wrote Love to You All over her tiny bare footprints in 1935, and she was only six years old. (laughs) Ryan. Uh, Who is Shirley Temple? That is correct. All right, what's the score so far, Kathy? Uh, It is 1,100 to 500. Yay, for Kathy. Yay, good job, Kathy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm her uh, back checker. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. Thanks. All right, Ryan, get to choose again. Uh, Hollywood for four. All right, we're going to close out the category, and here we go. Her father, Pat, created both the Today and Tonight shows as president of NBC. Mm. It's one of the tougher questions. Her father, Pat, created both the Today and Tonight shows as president. This dead air is going to make for great radio. Of NBC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they don't get it, I want to go for it. We do get penalized for getting yeah. them wrong, so I, I'm, I'm not going to ring in on this one. All right. Uh, Steve, what's the answer? Sigourney Weaver? That is yeah. correct. Wow. Nice. Oh, hey. All right. And, Ryan, you still have the board. Uh, stupid answers for one. All right. We're going straight across here. All right. Stupid answers. In 1981, this nine-letter word was added to the state flag of Wisconsin. (laughs) Ryan, your answer, please. What is Wisconsin? That is correct. 100 points. He cracked himself over that. Next. Uh, Stupid for two. All right. And... This is a topic we all excel at. (laughs) Our answer is, it is the first verb in the Pledge of Allegiance. Hey! Nick. What is pledge? That is correct. Yes, 200 points for Nick. Nick, you have control of the board. Let's go uh, for those about to rock for 100, please. All right. We're switching categories. Here is your answer. After hearing Elvis live in his hometown of Lubbock, Texas, 
He switched to singing rock and roll. <laughs> Ryan, your answer? Who is Buddy Holly? That is correct. Ooh, 100 right. points. For Ryan, Ryan, a big music fan. We know that. Ryan, you now have control. Uh, let's go stupid answer for three and satisfy my OCD. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hit when they don't finish this. We up. almost got it complete in order all the way across. All right, here we go. It is the one word name of the Ben and Jerry's flavor described as vanilla ice cream with vanilla spe- bean specks. <laughs> Ryan, your answer? What is vanilla? That is correct. Yes, 300 points for Ryan. I forgot the category for a second. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, Mott the hoople. Yeah. All right, Ryan, we're going 400 here? Yes, absolutely. All right, stupid answers for 400. Closing out the category. In 1452, Leonardo da Vinci was born near a small Tuscan hill town called this. Hey! Nick. What is Florence? That is incorrect. (laughs) Ryan is buzzing in. What is Vinci? That is correct! Leonardo of Vinci. And he was I guess I'm just a little stupider than you, buddy. (laughs) Kathy, what's the score so far? It is 900 to 1,400. All right, so Nick has the lead right now. Uh, So where do we want to go in Those About to Rock? Uh, For Those About to Rock for four. All right, four. We're going to the bottom of the category. Ryan gets to choose. If you're just tuning in, Jeopardy champion Ryan Long facing off against Nick for his birthday. Here is the answer. At the concert for Bangladesh... George Harrison got this guitarist to chime in on While My Guitar Gently Weeps. We go to Nick. Who is Eric Clapton? That is correct. 400 points for Nick. Uh, Nick, you have control of the board. For those about to rock for 300, please. All right. Next answer is This arena rock trio hit it big in the 70s with the Ayn Rand-inspired album 2112. Hey! (laughs) Nick? Who is Rush? Better get that right. (laughs) And for 200, please. All right, final category, and here we go, final answer. This 90s band named themselves after the Seattle art installation. Hey! Nick. Who is Soundgarden? That is correct! Wow. All right, at the end of round one... Kathy, what's the score? Nick is leading with 1,800. Ryan with 1,400. All right. Okay. Narrowed it down a little bit, but uh, we're close. So we move on to Double Jeopardy now. Where the scores can really change. That is correct. In fact, (laughs) they double. Uh, And I got to make sure Nick Murphy, I move this into the proper location. Um, Is that good? All right. He says it looks good. He also says to wet your lips and seduce the camera. Now, normally we go over and we we interview the contestants at this point. Actually, it's during the break. Uh, Do it. During the break of the first. So, uh, Nick McElwain, uh, you have a very large head. Yes, I do. Tell us about that. Was that painful for your mother? (laughs) Yeah. 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 In fact, Steve, uh, she ended up having three straight C-sections as a result. And... uh, uh, we share that kind of kind of comedy. Uh, yeah. my, I, my mother was in a, a, a very long birth because apparently my head got stuck. So. You know what? I will. Uh, I'll say a happy. You know, I'll say hi to my mom. It's her half birthday today. Um, but she she is the reason I started watching Jeopardy in the first place. So Ryan, in a, in a weird uh, twist of fate. Maybe part of the reason why you're here today is because of my mom, and, and uh, I love Betsy Dealey, and she's a huge Jeopardy fan and a huge fan of yours, Ryan. So shout out to Betsy. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Betsy. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ryan Long, you're from Bucks County, Pennsylvania? Uh, well, I grew up there part of the way, but uh, yeah, pretty much. Woo. All right. Where, where do you call home now? I live in Mount Airy. In Mount Airy. All right. And, you're uh, my neighbor. 
Yeah, I yeah. sure am. You should come over. <laughs> <laughs> See how I hesitated, but politely, though? Yeah, no, I would, too. I would never go near my house. Uh, real quick, tell, tell us about uh, your, um, uh, you know, Nick went and uh, an audition uh, for Jeopardy. Tell us about the, the steps that, that you went through to eventually make it on the show. Oh, well, uh, yeah, I auditioned, and uh, this is, I guess, are they doing them in person now? Uh, you start online, the online process, and it yeah. used to be uh, different than it is now. Yeah, no. You, uh, well, I took the online, and then I did a Zoom interview, and then I just, you know, sat on my ass for a year and a half. <laughs> a year and a half? A year and a half? So uh, when they, about 14 months. Yeah. It was wild wow. for a bit, Ryan, because they, the only pool of contestants they were pulling from were in the Los Angeles area. Were, were right there. Be, during COVID, they weren't bringing people or making people travel, and now it's opened yeah. up again. And you very often now find... People from Philadelphia in this area on Jeopardy. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we are very good at hiding our smarts. So. <laughs> I think there's a lady on Monday that's from Philly as well. Yes. I think I saw something on Action News last night or the day before. Uh, so we're going to have another Philly contestant representing Philly on Jeopardy next week. Nice. All right, well, let's... By the way, Preston, you're doing a great job. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're doing an excellent job, and Kathy, as scorekeeper, is doing a phenomenal job as well. Thank you. She is. And Casey, as fact checker to the scorekeeper, yes. is doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think we stayed away from any uh, pronunciations where I might need to use a dialect, which is right. always was always oh, one right. of uh, Alex's great skills. When oh. he would pronounce something, no matter what yeah. language or what dialect it was, he would make sure that he rolled his R's yeah, 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 when right. it was necessary and so on. You'll just sound like Borat. I will. <laughs> Let's begin <laughs> to watch the ladies make water. All right, so let's get started. Right, Casey, yeah. give me some music here as we head into round number two. Give me like the Jeopardy theme. Oh, Something a little more Je upbeat. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so the categories for round two are. Thank you. Thank you. I know. Worked really hard on that. Uh, Cinespeak, do a 180, all in our heads and textbooks. And fuzzy friends. Fuzzy friends. Those are the categories. All right, so the way it usually works is uh, whoever leads has control of the board, I believe. No, the, whoever's, the, whoever's losing has yeah. control of the board, I believe. <laughs> Ryan, you get to, he gets to spin the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, where are we going to go? Jesus. Four, fuzzy friends for 400. Fuzzy friends for 400. All right, now we're taking a different approach. We're going to bounce around the, uh, the board a little bit here. All right, so the answer is... When faced with danger, certain ducks, snakes, and mammals do this, also called thanatosis. <laughs> Ryan, what's the answer? What is playing dead? That is correct. So 400 points for Ryan. Uh, next, please. Um, all in our heads and textbooks for two, please. All right. And that answer is an infant might exhibit this type of anxiety when they are taken when uh, taken away from someone to whom they have a strong attachment. <clears throat> An infant might exhibit this type of anxiety <clears throat> when taken away from someone hey! to whom... Yes, Nick. What is separation anxiety? That is correct. Nice. 200 points for Nick. All right, Nick, you have control of the board. Let's do uh, Fuzzy Friends for two, please. All right, and that answer is... The two-toed one of these can hey! live... Nick? What is the sloth? That is correct. <laughs> All right, next category. Uh, fuzzy Friends for six, please. All right, and our answer for that one is... It's the world's largest burrowing animal and can make a destructive tunnel compl complex 650 feet long. So farmers don't find it as hey! cute. All right, Nick. What is a prairie dog? That is incorrect. So farmers don't find it as cute as zoo goers might uh, find it. 
It's the world's largest burrowing animal. It can make a destructive tunnel complex 650 feet long. Ryan, any answer? Uh, I'm sorry I made you wait for me not to answer. Okay. <laughs> uh, the answer is, and they, yeah, a wombat. They a usually wombat. give the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wombat. All right. yeah, he does give the answer. Nick, next uh, next category. We'll, or... uh, yeah, finish out the category, Fuzzy Friends for Eat. All right, and that answer is. You're so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's a birthday wish come true. <laughs> the arrival of foxes in Western Australia in the 1920s was bad news for the quokka, a type of this kangaroo relative. <laughs> Ryan. Ooh, what is a wallaby? That is correct. Oh. 800 points. By the way, the points are doubled here. All right, uh, Ryan, you have control aboard. Where are we going to go? Uh, doing 180 for four, please. All right, and that answer is this position is the last line of defense in rugby. In the NFL, it's the offensive role of Larry. Oh, my God, I can't pronounce his name. Larry uh, Sonka and Moose Johnson. Larry Zonka. 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 Spell with a C? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what I did. Guy's stupid. This position in the is the last line of defense in rugby, but in the NFL, it's the offensive role of Larry Zonka and Moose Johnson. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, what is a tackle? That is incorrect. Mm. Nick, do you want to take a shot at it? No. Okay. No, it's, it's a fullback. The fullback. How much was that, by the way? 400. 400. All right, so no answer. Or wait. Yes, incorrect right, answer, right? Answer. Right. Yeah. All right, uh, Nick, where are we going to go? Uh, do I go, or did, didn't Ryan get the last one right? He did. I, no, I got it wrong. Well, no, you got the last one right, but oh, you also got the last one wrong. Yes. He had control of the board last? Yes. Uh, okay, Ryan, where would you like to go? Uh, doing 180 for six. All right, and that answer is... I'm so ashamed I got that wrong. <laughs> like a score in U.S. football, a goal kick, a reminder of rugby's, soccer's or, uh, rugby's soccer origins is worth this many points. <laughs> Ryan. A goal kick? Yes. Like a field goal? Or just a point after time. I'll read it for you again. A, yeah. Like a score in U.S. football, a goal kick, a reminder of rugby's soccer origins, is worth this many points. So it's in rugby. Three? What is that? That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. What, is three? Yep. what is three? Yes. Lucky Even bad. when he sheepishly gives the answer, he's right. A funky word one. Kathy, what's the score so far? Ryan is leading with 3,000 points. Nick has only 1,400. Ooh. Uh, what happens in double jeopardy? All right, Ryan. Where the price, where the points can really change. Hold on, Casey. I, I, thought, I thought Nick had sixteen hundred. Like nope. my math is he lost, bad. He my lost, math is bad, but not that bad. He lost six hundred <laughs> points when he had twenty two hundred. No, he only had twenty one hundred. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, let's go, Ryan. You can feel confident. That's fifteen, 15 not fourteen. Yeah, that's fifteen, <laughs> not fourteen. Let's uh, just meet in the middle. We'll give him. I believe you scored three. Uh, t- listen, I've been. Do- I'm. I, I think I'm correct. If we, if we well, want. I to think you scored and- three touchdowns, and I had seven home runs. Is that, <laughs> is that the math we're working with here? That's it. Absolutely. Well, you can be confident in the results of this match. <laughs> All right, we're sticking with Kathy's numbers. Yes, we yeah. are. All right, Ryan. What's next? Uh, do a 180 for eight. Please. All right, and that answer is. The Timbers represent this city in Major League Soccer. Hey! Nick. What is Portland? That is correct for 800 points. If you're just tuning in, we have Nick on his birthday facing off in jeopardy against 16-time champion Ryan Long. All right, Nick. Let's do uh, Cinespeak for eight. All right, Cinespeak for eight. 2008. I know who I am. 
I'm a dude playing a dude. <laughs> Brian? Tra what is Traffic Thunder? Yes, well done. 800 points. Great right, scene. Ryan, where would you like to go I next? was saving the movie categories. <laughs> <for him. laughs> uh, let's finish off doing 180 for two, please. All right, doing 180 for two. And the answer is, this five-letter word means an extended exchange of strokes before a point in tennis. Nick. What is a serve? That is incorrect. This five-letter word means an extended exchange of strokes before a point in tennis. No. No answer? answer? No. Uh, it is... Uh, Nick, Steve, you want to answer that? A rally? A rally is correct. Uh, well done, yes. So, uh, 200 points for Steve. Thank you, Kevin. By the way, Steve has like 600 points by now. <laughs> if I lose to you know, Steve in this game. <laughs> do you know what the problem is? It's like I'm watching Jeopardy, and like, I want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, you yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. it out loud, right? That would be awesome if like two people are playing, and you somehow come in third place. <laughs> you know what? I, when, I want to ask you guys if you do the same thing. When you're watching Jeopardy on TV, and you're saying the answers out yes. loud, if you confidently know it, you just say the answer, but... If I have to take a split yeah. second, I add the what is a, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. or you go like this, Argentina. <laughs> Argentina! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Who's up? Who has control of the board here? Uh, I guess that would be me. All right, Ryan, where do we want to go? Hey, you know what? Uh, this would be my birthday gift to you. Go ahead. You take, you choose one. Come on. <laughs> All right, Nick. Well, thanks, Ryan. Uh, let's do Cinespeak for six, please. All right, Cinespeak for six. And that answer is 1993. If the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the Pirates... <laughs> Ryan? What is Jurassic Park? That is correct. Yes. The Pirates don't eat the tourists. Yes. Is the oh, finish God. of that line. All right. Where to next, Ryan? Uh, I have one. I'm going to deny myself. All in our heads and textbooks for four. Ah. All right. All in our heads and textbooks. The answer is submissive and pugnacious are synonyms for the two words in this type of behavior. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Ryan. What is passive-aggressive? That is correct. Ah, yes, 400 okay. points. All right, where next, Ryan? Uh, textbooks for six, please. All right, and that answer is the DSM-5 psychiatry text defines it as, quote, Persistent difficulty discarding or parting with possessions. <laughs> Ryan, the answer? What is hoarding? Yes. 600 points, Ryan. you got to see Kathy's adding skills over here. They're amazing. Yeah, really good. All right, next, Ryan. I think I saw an abacus. <laughs> Why the sundial, though? What All is right. an abacus? What is... <laughs> what do you don't know? It is a... What is... Yeah, an abacus. It is like gingivitis. We'll go with that. All right, Ryan, where would you like to go? Uh, textbooks for eight, please. All right, closing out the category with the answer. In the operant kind of this learning process, desired behavior is rewarded. <laughs> Ryan. What is conditioning? Yes, that is correct for 800 points. <laughs> Killing it in double. We have two clues left. Where are we going to go? Cinespeak, what would you like? Uh, Cinespeak for two, please. For two. All right. And the answer is 1986. I feel the need. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Uh, what is Top Gun? That is correct. The need for speed. And the final category, 400 points in Cinespeak is... 2013. Look at me. Look at me. I'm hey! Nick. What is Captain Phillips? Yes, Nick got one. 400 points. Kathy, 
And we have no... Wait, do we have, we have Final, Final Jeopardy? Jeopardy? Oh, come on. Yes, we, we do have Final Jeopardy. Oh, All right, hey. what's the total so far? All right, Ryan is leading 6,400 points. Nick with 2,400. Hey. All right. Uh, if you would, please, we have our own Vanna White, oh. uh, Bill Weston, bring Novel oh. over the Final Jeopardy category. And I normally... Stop talking. <laughs> We give you the category, right? And you then make... they have a moment to make the wagers, right? So the category, then the yeah, right, exactly. Oh, Nick will like this. Final Jeopardy category is National Historic Landmarks. Nice. National Historic Landmarks, and you both have to make your wager. Okay, so you make your wager now. Now it's at this point, me and Casey and uh, Nick have this little game that we do sometimes when the category will pop up. If we happen to be watching Jeopardy at the same time, we will text mm-hmm. each other. And before we even hear the clue, we'll try to guess what the answer is. Just wildly, just on the base category So write down, write down an answer. Yeah. You guys do it now. Yep, we would write it down <clears throat> now. And on occasion, we've actually gotten them right. Because, and again, sometimes, and, and the uh, obviously the, uh, the pros know this. Um, well, the clue will give you an answer sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But just the category alone, I it's, wrote a, my answer it's down. a wild guess. All right, Casey wrote down one, one just mm-hmm. for fun. So, right. wait, real quick, how much? How many points do I have, Kath? You have twenty four hundred. Okay, uh, and so Ryan has how chance. many? <laughs> Ryan has sixty four hundred. Sixty four hundred. Right, got it. It depends on how, how greedy Ryan is feeling. You yeah. know, I mean, we'll remember see. Cliff Clavin on Cheers that <laughs> yeah. one time? Like, yeah. Two or three people who have never been in my kitchen, and he bet the whole shebang. <laughs> All right, have uh, you guys made your wagers? Yeah. Yep. All right, so let me now reveal this. All right, Casey, uh, different music, please. Yes. Let's, uh, let's change it. Inagata DeVita. Yeah, please play uh, Iron Butterflies, Inagata DeVita. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Final Jeopardy, and then uh, and then you can hit the Jeopardy theme because right. that's uh, how long it takes for them to fill this out. In National Historic Landmarks, landmarks in two states include the... What is this? <laughs> oh, we're dead. Uh-huh. Landmarks in two states include the 155-year-old bridge connecting Covington, Kentucky to this city. Larry Zonka. Landmarks <laughs> Landmarks in two states include the 155-year-old bridge connecting Covington, Kentucky to this city. All right, write down your answers now. Let the <laughs> And this is when the this is when the uh, the camera pans across right. uh, the contestants. And right now we're zooming in very close <laughs> to me. Nice and Nick. a little fade, a little dissolve to both of our contestants. All right, all right, pens down. Time is up. All right, all right. So uh, we go to uh, we start on the low end first, right. I believe, uh, to see what Nick's answer is. Nick, landmarks in two states include the 155 year old bridge connecting Covington, Kentucky, to this city. Your answer is. What is Cincinnati, Ohio? Which is correct. Ah. And how much did you wager? I bet it all, Alex. You bet it all, Alex. Right. 2,400. 2, so, Kathy, 4,800. That would be 4,800. <laughs> all right. Well done. <laughs> She's so good. All right. Now on to Jeopardy! champion Ryan Long. Ryan, your answer. Happy birthday, Nick. And he bet a thousand. That meant he did not know the answer, and so he loses a thousand, Kathy. And he is still our winner. And we still are Jeopardy! champion. Now, 17 times, Ryan Long. This is official. Yes, 17. Yes. 17 times. All right, now, we had a feeling something like this might happen. So, double, double Jeopardy? No. No. 
But we whipped up a category, Nick, that you might do better than he All right. has done in. So we're going to try you guys out on this final Jeopardy category. And Ryan, you said you are you're a fan of the show and you've oh, been yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. this this might favor Nick a little bit more, but you could have a shot at this. All right. So, Casey, if you would bring the music down. Our final fun category is... Two Nicks and yeah, a cup. <laughs> Milestone moments from the broadcast life of Nick McElwain. So buzz in if you know the answer. Okay. All right, here we go. It's it's actually, if you don't realize, it's actually skewed towards you, Nick. Okay. All right. So, it'll favor you. Gotcha. It's the meteorological condition that caused Nick to exclaim, we guess what I get to do. Nick McElwain. What is snow? That is correct. Yes. So we'll do two hundred points for Nick. Yeah. There. We'll do. We'll. We'll double it each time. All right. Next uh, answer. Nick's. It's Nick's incorrect explanation of why birds seem to tilt their heads towards the ground. Hey, Nick. What is their listening for? Uh, bur- uh, worms. Yes, that's correct. Yes. For four hundred. Four hundred for that. Okay. All right. Six hundred for this one. Uh, it's Nick's deep dive that led to his belief that the, this Oscar-winning song was actually titled Shiloh. <laughs> Ryan? What is shallow? Yes! <laughs> My man. Ryan got 600 points. Wait, I hold on, because I gave those points to Nick already. What, uh. Casey, what was Nick at, 5,400? I don't know. I think it was oh, like, no. uh, 12,000. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. we're just starting fresh. Right, yeah, okay. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, starting all over again. Uh, just make it yen. <laughs> I'm going to stop keeping count. All right. Uh, now, this is a tough one. Okay. okay. It is the core training contraption that made Nick an early pre-meme video star. Hey! All right, Nick. What is a, a balancing roll? Yes, a balance board. Yeah. A balancing roll. That's correct. That was it. Uh, Black, Black Diamond, Diamond Sports. Nick got up on it, and it's. Uh, I wouldn't even ever have tried this, but got up and you face not face planted, but hit the ground hard. Close to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a tough one. This is the final question. It is the nom de plume that Nick is listed as in Steve Morrison's iPhone contact list. <laughs> hey, Nick. This is a good one, Ryan. Uh, what is Nick McWhatTheF? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. I did not want to spell his name as I was putting it in, and yes. then I went with that. All right, and uh, we don't need to total up the score. Yeah. Nick's winning by about a thousand. About a thousand. All right. Well, uh, Nick, we thought this would be a nice birthday, and it was Marissa's idea. Thank well you, Marissa. uh, To do a Jeopardy yeah. run, and thanks so much to Ryan for coming in. I mean, this, honestly, like if you're going to lose, might as well lose lose to a champion like Ryan. And uh, this is so much fun. Thank you guys. I really, really appreciate it. So, Ryan, what is uh, what, what's the story on uh, on uh, the tournament of champions? When you guys are expected to film? When September, that will air? Right? And all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're going back. In. In September and uh, airs in November, and uh, that'll be the first time I, well, outside of this, <laughs> thought about Jeopardy for for any amount of time. Well, yeah. I, have, I have a question. When, so, when when they're going to do that with you, I mean, like, how many days does the Tournament of Champions last? Do you know if you're guaranteed to stay? Hey! Cert- what is ten? <laughs> <laughs> and, and are you, you know, do they? Do they, they have you night by night, or do they, are you set for, like, a 10-day stay? Or do you have any idea yet? I, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. I haven't thought about it. I've been doing, well, that, like, life stuff. That would suck if you lose and, and go backstage and your luggage is there. Like, yeah, like, beat it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's like, dude, I brought all these shirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're so laissez-faire about, about this stuff. And I, I remember, you know, like, when, when you were... 
uh, when you were competing, uh, and I, I remember we spoke to you, and you said you didn't really kind of train for it or anything like that? No. I mean, I, I put as much prep into it as I did into this morning. <laughs> <laughs> So tirelessly working. Uh, do you, Dude, do you, I was studying Nick all night. <laughs> all night. Do you think that if you if you were to, to, to do that, that it might kind of throw your throw you off a little bit? I mean, I don't want to tinker with the process too much. I you know, if I go out there whatever I do, be be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna come away with some money, so Well you okay. you've said that you're you're a a, a, a Voracious reader, right? Yeah. So, and then you you have a good pop Left culture. Left my now. copy of Lord of the Rings in the other studio. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, well. So, so all of that works in your favor. I, I think there. Some people have said that they will go and review old episodes of Jeopardy, uh, but that's not your style, and, and and it worked for you. But I think a lot of people mistook your sort of quiet, methodical way, uh, you know, for for being like a deer in headlights. But that's just your nature, you know. Yeah, it takes me a minute to react to things. I don't just jump right like ah, you know. Mm-hmm. Were you were you ever nervous? Because you didn't come across as no. nervous. No, uh, I was sweaty but not nervous. <laughs> <laughs> that is- I mean, winning, listen, getting on Jeopardy is really really difficult, and then winning a match is really difficult. To to win as many in a row as you did is is super impressive. But, but this season has featured a lot of multiple champions. I mean, Matt Amodio and yeah. uh, the the last winner, I think, won for like 10 or 11 in a row. So it's just, you, I'm, I'm sure at some point, maybe you get into a little bit of a groove. Did you find like you found a, a comfort zone? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess. I Well, I you know, once I found out how the, uh, like, you know, the timing of the buzzer and right. like, all that kind of stuff and... Uh, you know they run you through. They do a pretty good job, and then once you got that, it's, it's just what you what you know. It's yeah. a great it's a great game. It's it's just it's yeah. it's mandatory watching and it's and, democratic. Uh, yeah, game, yeah. You know and it's mean? it's funny because it as you say, it can be based on all sorts of attributes. So, <laughs> some can be who's ever quickest to the buzzer, whoever gets that down. The methodology is great to watch you c- come alive in our little pretend game here in the second round because that's kind of your methodology when you were uh playing and having all those wins yeah it's more about uh well to me like everybody has a different strategy but to me it's more about uh being cool under pressure yeah yeah so and, I, mean, and I don't get too worked up right it's it's when it's, i win if i lose i lose see i wow. would i would cave yeah, so yeah, yeah. quickly <laughs> i know i know a disaster he is so I'd chill say the f word ryan is so chill <laughs> i guess it's awesome man all right, well, listen, we, we obviously we're going to follow along. We're very proud of you in this area, and we wish you the best, and we thank you so much for coming by this morning, Ryan. Uh, thank you guys for having me, and happy birthday, Nick, and I'd still like to say that I'd love to have some Eagles, Eagles tickets, so. Who's <laughs> 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 not sending you? How can I'm a champion so, not yeah, be giving Eagles tickets? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's, it's great. I, yeah, I appreciate being right. here. Thanks, yeah. you guys. All right, our pleasure. All right, with that, we have to take a break, so we're going to do that very thing. We'll remo- remo- return in a moment, but let's give some love to yeah. Ryan now again. And, and to our hosts. Yeah. Our hosts did a great job. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back in a second on MMR. Stay with us. Get what you want when you want it. MMR on demand. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush. Sarah's Rock Breakdown. MMR podcasts. The latest videos and interviews with your fave artists and lots more. Click the On Demand tab at WMMR.com. There's an event coming up that uh, we would like to get a little bit of service to. Yes. Uh, And year after year, they put on uh, a really great drive. uh, And they pick this time of year to do it because it is Christmas in July. 
And we want to welcome our friend. i got to make sure we got our hook up here. Uh, back to our airwaves. He is the public relations officer for the Philadelphia Centurions Motorcycle Club. It's Joe Mason. Yay! Good morning, Joe. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Awesome, man. Nice How to see are you again. Today? We are we're doing good, and and we're you know I'm looking at the I'm looking at the temperatures. Casey's got uh, he's got a bike ride this weekend. It's yeah. going to be 101 degrees on Saturday. Your guys' event is obviously. A big uh, toy run and motorcycle run, and uh, we'll see how the weather if it cools up. But it doesn't matter. You guys will be moving. Everything will be cool. And how many years now, uh, Joe, has this been going on? This is our 26th year. So we've done it on extremely hot days. We've done it actually the rainiest six-hour period in Philadelphia history. It happened during our toy run one year. <laughs> so this is our 26th. Yeah, no big deal. You guys yeah. got this no matter what it it, uh, it, it brings to you. Um, so the event is coming up on Sunday, July 31st. And how can people get involved? What would you like people to do to... Well, first of all, let's find out. Uh, the Shriners are going to benefit uh, yes. from this, correct? That is correct. Uh, everything we raise that day, all the money we raise goes right to Shriners Hospital. Uh, which, by the way, Shriners Hospital, and we've, we've tried to promote this anytime an event comes up that... Uh, is going to benefit them is just such an amazing organization. Essentially, they, they can get medical care for free to kids who really need it. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, what they're able to elaborate do. stuff. Yeah, 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 everything. It's we, amazing. We've met some uh, some kids throughout the years who have gotten uh, assistance through Shriners, and it's just incredible what they do. So the money is going to that. Uh, give us the uh, the details on the event itself, Joe. So what happens, it's a little bit different this year. Uh, we're actually going to be meeting at 9310 Academy Roads. That's the Constar. Normally, we'd meet at the old police academy. Um, but with some changes and moving some new departments into the building, uh, we were unable to use the academy, which is fine. So now we have a bigger space. Uh, at 8 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, we meet up. We start breakfast. Uh, so from 8 to 11, we serve breakfast. And then at 11, kickstands up. Everybody rides over to the hospital. We drop off all the toys uh, and the benefits of the toys. It helps them get through uh, till the giving season, till Christmas. And then, like I said, all the money we raise that day, there's a, a fee to ride as well. And all the money we raise goes right to the hospital and allows them to do that free care that they do. Uh, afterwards, at 12 o'clock, we go back to the Constatter. We have an after party from 12 to 4. That's awesome. And how many bikes do you guys usually have at this event? Uh, our biggest, uh, we were down a little bit last year uh, and the year before with the pandemic. Uh, our biggest was a little over 600 bikes. Uh, my dream, I want to see 1,000 one year. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, see if we could shut 95 down for a good solid hour. <laughs> Get yourself a nice heat wave and you might just hit that mark. That'll be awesome. Uh, it is, it's crazy if you've ever seen an event like this, uh, that, that amount of motorcycles together. It's amazing. It's incredible to watch it go by. And, of course, the sound is absolutely thundering. Uh, which makes it uh, really cool, too. So you're looking for uh, people, uh, Joe, to to both ride or, or just donate in? Is it, Are these both things you're looking for? Absolutely. And I know the donation page. Uh, I know uh, Nick was kind enough to put it up. Also, happy birthday, Nick. Thank you. Uh, Nick was kind enough to get the donation page up and online. So uh, we can donate any money that's raised goes directly to Shriners. Like we said, you can do it. We get credit for the fundraising that we've done. Uh, and to this date, uh, we're credited with over $600,000. It's amazing. Donated to Shriners Hospital to date. Wonderful. Uh, Joe, if people want to become a member of the Centurions, how do you go about doing that? 
uh, come out, hang out, uh, see what we're about. And then uh, you come around, you get the prospect. Uh, Casey, if you're still hanging on the Vespa, I know <laughs> two pedaling wheels doesn't work. But if you got the Vespa, come out, hang out with us, yeah. you can ride. I, uh, and, sorry, uh, so as long as it's not a, we're for you. As, mm-hmm. as long as it's not a moped, I'm okay? Yeah, as long as you got an engine. Okay. Uh, you'll right. probably get laughed at for showing up on sure. a Sure. I can <laughs> absolutely take one in a heartbeat. Case, take the... Uh, 70 miles to the gallon, you got to be a fool enough to ride That's right. Yeah. Take the riding lawnmower out there. <laughs> you can do that, too. I don't have one. All right, well, the event is Sunday, July 31st, 11.30 a.m. If you want to either donut, uh, donate or donut. Oh, I would donut. love a donut. Oh, my Casey God. Casey would love a donut. Yes. If you either want to donate or I mean, ride... donuts, please. Participate... <laughs> In any way, shape, or form, you can just get the information at uh, WMMR.com. It's easy to do. So, Joe, good luck with everything, man. If you need anything more, just let us know. We're happy to help out, okay? I appreciate it. Thanks for always getting the word out, guys. You guys are great. Absolutely. Good to talk to you. Joe Mason, And the Shriners Christmas in July. Did you have a little bit of a delay there? I couldn't tell. There's a huge delay in that one. It's Uh, getting worse, is it not? It seems to be. It It, is. It depends on which, uh, uh, you know, everybody's system, I think. I don't don't think it's all of our our Zooms, but so we'll keep it kind of short on that one because of that. All right. um, uh, One thing that uh, I overlooked earlier in the Noticer segment, we're not going to do it now. We're not doing the Noticer, but... Noticer uh, with ducks? I believe... (laughs) Noticer with ducks? Yeah. No. (laughs) Where did ducks come from? Uh, R E D U X. Oh, oh, redux. redux. I thought you said with ducks. ducks. That's what I thought he said. Noticer with, with ducks. ducks. Did you <laughs> hear redux or with ducks, Nick? <laughs> I heard redux. Okay, you I heard did. with. Oh, yeah. I heard with ducks. Uh, Preston, I have hearing issues. Though, oh, so. and it was so. We should do every segment with ducks. <laughs> it's hardly random. <laughs> By the way, I, I there was a duck landed in uh, uh, the our, our pool yesterday. What? Do you get ducks ever? No. Yeah. And then took off. Snakes yeah, yeah. happen. What's Steve, that? You get snakes. No, no. We we used to get a bat that would fly down in. We had an above ground pool for years. Yeah. And it, we would get ducks and, um, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't know what it is. I have a pond across the street. Pond would be good oh. for them. <laughs> but, uh, no, we used to get a bat and, and we'd come by uh, the same time every day. We nicknamed him Aquabat. And we'd scoop the would, water? He would scoop the water wow. while we were in it, too. I have video of it. It was awesome. And we'd be Aquabat soon the kids were little. You it's live great. over there on Briar, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, four. Um, yeah. Steve, the, the, like, honestly, that's how like the Sopranos began. And uh, so you should recreate Tony walking in there with the bread thrown into the <laughs> Ducks, yeah. Put the robe on him. Sure, yeah, with yeah. a big cigar. Right. Yeah. Well, says, ducks in my pool. <laughs> um, I'm not here to talk about ducks. Oh, okay, right. it's a redux. No, it's National Hot Dog Day. Oh. Uh, is that was it today or yesterday? Because um, Nifty Fifties tweeted out a picture of yeah. Casey and I together uh, sitting there on National Hot Dog Day. Uh, it's July 20th, so it is today. Yep, yeah. yep. And because uh, Casey took me there, I, and did we go? We went specifically to have uh, chili dogs and stuff, right? Yeah, we did. Well, I went specifically. God, I for, love a good chili dog. Uh, I went specifically for it's Texas Texas Tommy. Okay, okay. Uh, you got a chili dog. Yeah, uh, and I wanted to take you there. Um, not only for that, but also for their their fresh cut. See fresh me, fresh. eat me. What I. Oh, the Tommy. Takes his time. Yeah. Uh, and what I didn't do, and, and I fouled big time, as somebody had pointed out, I didn't get a milkshake while I was there. Um, well, that's, so I want to go back and get a milkshake. Okay. Well. So we'll, ha- well, well. We'll have to do it soon. <laughs> they just built a new Nifty 50s near me in Newtown Square, mm. so I don't have to... 
not that I don't want to go to the one on McDade Boulevard, but how, how often? How often will you uh, eat a hot dog? Not often. No, um, it's the same for me. I used I, and I, I was living on them. Yes, I, I used to eat them all the time, but I do not do a hot dog all that often. I really don't make them at home anymore. Mm-mm. When it when it was really when I was low renting it. Uh, microwave hot dogs because they were easy. Yeah, uh, you didn't make them really, really fast. But I, w- I think I would prefer to grill them. Uh, but you got to grill them just right. Can't be too hot, and they get all burned if you grill them. I right. like a little char on my hot. The dogs. best is on the rollers, though. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to cook hot dogs. So uh, there, I like yes, Casey. I like a little char, a little bit of a char. But on on a flame, you can burn them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, go ahead. No, I was going to say uh, I found a new hot dog. Well, it's not new, but it's new to me uh, in Cape May. Nick, you're a Cape May guy. Yeah. Do you ever hear of Hot Dog Tommy's? Yes. On Jackson Street. Really good. I think it's named after Tommy's Folly. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's Tommy Folly. There's, there's some uh, <laughs> historical connection to Cape May oh. with that, but um, I've not been there, and I he heard designed really... the atomic bomb. He did, yes. Yeah. Uh, I get the Doc Dog. Okay, yeah, I'll try it out. The Doc Dog. The Doc Dog. All these new hot dogs. I was I... Tommy, and yeah. I usually get the Sup Dog. Oh, uh, what's, what's Sup Dog? Up, dog? <laughs> Uh, the dog dog is, and that you can get either a big or a little dog. Yeah, uh, but I, I, you know, I want the big one. Love them big. Uh, the and veiny, yeah, and veiny. But uh, the dog dog is a dog with um, mustard, chili. It's a chili sauce. It's not okay. chili, yeah. and I prefer chili sauce over chili. And then, dude, raw onions. And I'm not a raw onion guy either. Okay, like, what the hell? I know. And then I, the last time I went, I was like, yeah, why don't you chuck a little crowd on that? And it made it even better. A little crowd on that? A little crowd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the guy said, um, I don't work here. <laughs> you don't like chili on your hot dog? No, no. I, no, no. I, I, don't like, uh, I don't like raw onions, but on a hot dog, I like raw onions. So you said you like chili sauce rather than chili. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because when you put regular chili on it, mm-hmm. it, it tries to steal the, the thunder from the hot dog. Because there's beef in the chili? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and picking out dough. Whatever you put on the dog. Beef in the chili, picking out dough. Whatever you put on the dog. Is... Okay. I, I no, don't. No, 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 no. I got you, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, we changed it. I think that might be this one. Okay. Chicken in the bread, feather picking out dough. Beef in the chili, picking out dough. Are you going to have a hot dog then today in honor? Yeah, I think I have to. Huh. Yeah. Kathy, are you a hot dog person? I am not. Okay. Do you dislike them? I don't dislike them i just they're not worth the calories do you like okay. the do you dislike the fact that the predominant amount of meat in any an average hot dog is made from anus I, yeah i yeah. do think about that sometimes i saw uh, a really funny video a few years ago yes and it was a uh, just uh, jack and diane the mellencamp song where he sings you yes. know stuck on a, on a chili, chili dog, dog. right you know that's dog. all the lyrics yes. but the, this guy yeah. just does it over and over again sucking on chili dog <laughs> sucking on chili dog <laughs> Sucking on a chili dog. dog. Sucking on a oh, chili, chili dog. dog. That's right. I you remember. You know, Chris, get that because it is <laughs> so good. It's so great. <laughs> Outside the taste of freeze. So stupid. By the way, do you do you consider it sucking on a chili dog or eating it? Well, well eating it. But I, I just he think says he... sucking down a chili dog. Oh, does he? I don't think he says sucking on a chili. Dog. Doing spit strings on a chili dog. I can never make sense. I've always sung sucking on a chili dog. Yeah, me too. Like I'm on a chili dog. What is that guy? Are you filleting that what hot dog? What is that guy doing over there? Mm. He's over, do you see this? It's disgusting. Oh, no. He's over. Look over at the. Do you see the tasty freeze? Look over there. He's sucking on a chili He's dog. Right next to the tasty freeze, sucking. <laughs> On a chili dog. And he's tickling those meatballs. What the f- <laughs> I've never I need to go and tell the manager of the Tasty Freeze that there's a guy sucking on a chili dog right now. Oh my god. I'm gonna call nine one one. Wow. 
Um, <laughs> anyway, do you want uh, some trivia about hot dogs? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> The cops oh almost showed up. Yeah. Oh my god! I, I, did, you, did you see this? <laughs> it's like a post. Yeah. It's, a, it's a posting outside uh, that you would see like on a uh, on uh, on a telephone pole. It says it's a picture of John Cougar Mellencamp, and it says, "Do not serve this man a chili dog. Thank you, Tasty Freeze Management." <laughs> and that has to be from sucking on a chili dog. I need that on a shirt. I need that on a shirt. That is brilliant. Sucking on a chili dog. It is sucking on. I think it might be. We we, we have to. Well, I think it is. Pull up the lyrics. All right, please. Mom, why is that guy sucking on that chili dog? Because it reminds him of male genitals. All right. uh, Let's see. All right. Uh, Nick found the lyrics. There's a bunch of different lyrics uh, websites that you can go to. Uh, Sucking on a Chili dog. Hell yeah. I don't trust the internet. Mm. I'm going to look it up somewhere else. You go ahead. <laughs> look at the lyrics. Until I find the answer that uh, I, want. I want. Finger blast in a taco. Yeah. <laughs> do your own research. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I think with the chili dog, though, you do kind of have to suck on it a little bit. Because, like, the, it, it gets a little sloppy. And in order to get the full chili um, compliment. It's like my burrito technique. I was thinking the yeah. same yeah. thing. You got to suck on it. Right. Or are you going to make a mess? I'm yeah. okay. I mean, you're going to make a mess no matter what with the chili dog. <laughs> chili dog is about, it's up there with wings and ribs. It's yes. one of the messiest things you could possibly eat. Damn and in fact, dog. you really ought to use a, a knife and fork. Do you like yeah. cheese dogs? Um, yeah. Not cheese whiz. I'm not a whiz yeah. fan. Uh, and I know that's sacrilege, you know, for cheese sake, of, you know, a purist. But I'm not a whiz fan. Uh, now, some form of cheese on it, yeah, for sure. Give right. me. Go ahead. I, I, Steve, I want to know your favorite way, uh, grilled and then condiments for a dog. Oh, for a hot dog? Um, so I, I agree with Preston that the, the rollers are, are mm, my, okay. my favorite. I, I'm not opposed to a little bit of burn on, on the hot dog. I... Um, Classically, I would go with um, uh, yellow mustard. Okay. Yeah, or golden brown. Gotcha. I will give you the secret recipe for a great hot dog, and you're probably not going to get it. But there's a for there's, some good sucking. There's a style. <laughs> there's a style called the Chicago dog. Yes. Oh yeah. All right, and it's loaded with everything. It's got a pickle yeah. on it, relish, all, you know, peppers, all kinds of stuff. Teamsters. On it. But the secret, the secret to the flavor. Is the celery salt that they put on it? Mm, celery salt, and that's part of it. It adds just something that you're not used to, and it and it's fantastic. It makes your lips pucker yeah. when you suck, mm-hmm. but you need to sucking on a chili dog, 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 sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, like chili dog. <laughs> sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, chili. sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on. Here's the drum break. Sucking on chili dog. Sucking on a dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on chili dog. Sucking on chili dog. Oh my God! Oh no! About Jack and Diane. Two 
King Kids sucking on a chili that's great. I don't I mind that. all that razzmatazz. Getting back to what we like on a dog. No. Uh, I don't mind all the razzmatazz on a dog, but the bun is not equipped for that, man. You know what I'm saying? For like, chili? No, for all the razzmatazz. We, <laughs> I was going to say that when you put a D on it, yeah. you accidentally. I think yes. I did. Um, <laughs> so don't put that on there. Okay. I, I, whatever you want to put in the bun is fine, Case. <laughs> Regular hot dog rolls are some of them. They have a weak bottom on them. They yeah. split. They suck. Uh, but there are. But but if you get the the traditional Chicago dog, it's made with a larger bun. It's got um, uh, poppy seeds on it. Poppy. And it's a. Uh, it's got. It's a little more robust. I'll tell you this. So. They. I am. I. So I am opposed to the bun that looks like a regular piece of bread that is folded over. I don't like that. I like a classic, standard, real deal. Hot dog roll. Yeah. Um, by the way, I was saying dill and pickle at the same time. Uh, so I said dickle. I dickle. Said dickle. Without the L. <laughs> by the way, um, <laughs> they should carve pickles into and call it that. I think that would be fun. Okay. To yeah. yeah. Kind of fun. And just right. you know, give, give them out at uh, lunchrooms and schools around the. <laughs> Rochelle always buys uh, split top buns. I don't I'm, like. I'm them. not. Don't like a them. fan. And I don't, you don't like know, the New England. Style I don't know bun? how to break no. it to her. Oh. <laughs> Um, you know, you know why? Because we we oh, we deny her sex. Well, we eat bratwursts, and uh, and they're too wide uh, to fit in that split top. Too much bun. girth drives okay. me crazy. Too yeah. much girth. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of um, trivia about uh, hot dogs. All right, my dearest wife. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This we're going way way back. By the way. So um, today I ate a piece of meat that was cylindrical. I've never had anyone like it before. I had to suck on it for hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the term itself was derived in the 19th century. A hot dog? At a time, yep, when <clears throat> German immigrants uh, brought their own culinary traditions with them to the New World. It's believed that uh, they brought to New York America's first hot dogs, originally referred to... As dachshund sausage. Dachshund sausage. For the long shape that resembled the beloved dachshund pups. So a a wiener dog. Yep. It's the the same sort of issue, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. When was this? It was around 1870. Okay. Uh, Charles Feltman, a German immigrant, began to sell hot dogs out of a stand on Coney Island. And he sold over 3,600 frankfurters in a bun that year alone. Hence the legendary... Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Yep, and uh, and in fact, hot dogs for a long time were just referred to as a Coney Island, or that right. might have been a chili dog or something like that. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili. Then what's a Coney Island whitefish? I don't know. That's it's a used like condom a... on the beach. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> so anyhow, uh, hot dogs became a household name in the late 19th century. When casual food lover and baseball team owner of the St. Louis Browns, uh, Chris Bunn. That's a humdinger of a sandwich you just gave me. What do you call that little thing? <laughs> a hot dog? I loved it. We're going to sell it at all the ballparks. <laughs> Say, young fella, what are the toppings you're placing on that? <laughs> Sauerkraut? Delish! <laughs> 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 
It's the perfect sandwich to eat while you're doing the Charleston. Watch! Abonio dough, abonio dough. Watch this hot dog go. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so the uh, the guy who owned the St. Louis Browns, who uh, became the Baltimore Orioles, uh, the owner, Chris Von Diash, uh, brought the two together at his own amusement park in the, in the late 19th. <laughs> it is most associated with baseball I games, get, right? It is. It yeah. is the. It is the. Yeah. And yeah, camping. Thing to eat. And like camping. A, you know, yeah. I, when I think of a grill, a you know, being at a campfire, yeah. yeah, I think of a hot dog. Oh, I thought um, you were talking about camping at a baseball game. Well, that's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they usually chase you out. <laughs> We're up by 10. <laughs> uh, Take your tent and get out of here. Yeah, but the idea is you, you definitely, if I go to the baseball game, I'm having a hot dog. Yeah. For sure. It's the, They go hand in hand. Um, most definitely. And, and I'd mentioned the Orioles instead of Baltimore Orioles. I've, t- I've totally got this before. I love that uh, they would... Um, because I've been to Camden Yards a couple times, they will uh, spell out Orioles uh, with mustard on your oh, really? dog. Yeah, oh, in cursive cool. is pretty cool. Yeah. There are a few um, ball, uh, um, teams that have their own brand of dogs. So there used to be Phillies Franks. I they don't, did, I yeah. Don't, I don't know if they still make them. And then there were Dodger dogs. I mean, they were literally made for those uh, ballparks. We assume they were, they, were, they were farmed out to the... the, yeah, the, the, it, the it might have been Hatfield that made the Phillies right. Franks, Steve's, but, uh, Steve. But, um, yeah, Dodger dogs and... Um, there was one in um, uh, Milwaukee as well. For the Milwaukee Brewers. dogs. Milwaukee dogs, yeah. <laughs> Brew dogs. <laughs> All right, anyhow. Uh, Sub dogs. C- celebrate National Hot Dog Day today. With a loved one. In any way, shape, or form. <laughs> you can do it out of the tradition. This is all the lovers out there. Thank you for coming out tonight for Hot Dog Night. <laughs> I'm going to spell sexual acts in mustard on each of your hot dogs. <laughs> hot car. <laughs> Logie. Logie. Cleveland Steamer. (laughs) Do you think hot dogs today taste better than hot dogs of yesteryear? (laughs) What, like of your youth? I think those Um, are, they're all rotting by now, aren't they? uh, (laughs) No, but if you were to go back in time. Okay. Do you think the the taste of the dog. come from the future. (laughs) Try hot dogs. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. Come with me if you want lunch. (laughs) John Connor, you've never had a real ballpark, Frank. Come with me. With the sauerkraut and the mustard and the This kind of thing. Can they? Can the hot dogs travel through time? Because you take, can't take organic material. Oh, now I material. know why you cry. You yeah. ran out of mustard. No, you totally could take a hot dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. You can't take other things. You can yeah, only take, take clothing. Organic yeah. material. You would have to take Get naked the... and grab your hot dog. <laughs> yeah. You can't take it underwater. We all know that. Yeah. Like too oh, far underwater. Yeah. yeah. Take, get na- take your clothes off and grab your hot dog. The pressure makes them... Uh, oh, yeah. Going like, back in time. If you live in an underwater city, do not bring hot dogs. Right. Hot dogs of the past. All right, I have no idea if hot dogs taste better now okay. or not, Casey. Sucking but... on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. So enjoy uh, National Hot Dog Day today. Uh, we have to take a break. Uh, we have the Bizarre File coming up. We also have a secret text word. If you uh, got hungry about all this food chat, uh, then make sure you text word secret to 39333 because we have a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. And they've got great seafood, including the shrimp Rangoon dip and pineapple glazed shrimp. Uh, paired with the zesty key lime cake for dessert. So text the word secret to 39333. We'll get a winner by the end of the program. Back in a moment. The boss is back, baby. Boss, yeah, USA. 
MMR rocks Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Thursday, March 16th at Wells Fargo Center. It's one show only. MMR VIPs, we've got your shot to score tickets to the biggest show of 2023. Click contests at WMMR.com and enter for a free pair of tickets. Listen to Pierre's show this Monday at noon. He'll pick a name out of electronic hat and give you 10 minutes to call us back to claim your tickets. If you're asleep at the wheel and miss your shot, we'll pick another name to see Bruce with MMR. Tickets on sale this Tuesday at 10 a.m. via Wells Fargo Center Philly.com. 93.3 WMMR and Bruce Springsteen. Everything that rocks. All right, let us take another dive into this. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, I got a few things to pass along to you. Let's begin with this, man. A British man uh, was found dead on a sunbed on the Greek island of Crete following sunbathers, our fellow sunbathers on the popular Stellada Beach, hmm. understood to become concerned about the man after they noticed he had not moved from the sun lounger for Jeez. hours. And when they approached the 54-year-old man, they realized he was unconscious. They raised the alarm. Paramedics rushed him to the beach uh, around 8 p.m., and they found uh, people desperately trying to revive the man by performing CPR. They said his head was resting on a Grecian urn, Preston? What's a Grecian urn? About two fifty an hour? The man was uh, taken to the hospital, but later pronounced dead. Uh, the man is understood to have... Do you think re- the sun just overwhelmed him? He was remained in the sun without a break for several hours when fellow beachgoers decided to check on him. I don't know if he just laid there and had a heart attack and died, and right. everybody just thought, you know... He went in his sleep or something like that, but uh, or or if it was a sun-related heat issue, uh, but the man's identity has not been revealed, and his body is scheduled to undergo a post-mortem examination. Have you been to Greece, Kathy? Mm, to uh, the no, cross. I have okay. not. I would love to. I wonder what the sun strength level. Marissa's been there. Marissa, yeah, super super duper hot uh, in the summertime uh, in Greece, Marissa. Yeah, I got super sunburned. Okay, oh, wow. yeah, okay. all right. And this is where I was last summer, Crete. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, when most women aren't in the mood, they claim that uh, they have a headache. Not Charlotte Gray, the long-suffering partner of Callum Black, has countered her boyfriend's high libido by buying him a sex doll that looks just like her. <laughs> Actually, the picture, the sex doll yeah. looks better. Uh, the couple have now introduced the lifelike doll, which they call D, into the bedroom to spice things up. And they say that she has uh, set their sex lives on fire. I'm sure. The couple who earn a living posting content on OnlyFans and TikTok began exploring the idea of a sex doll. Why don't you sleep, hon? I'm going to bang the tire. After first uh, contemplating a threesome, but Charlotte had reservations that uh, she would get jealous if another real-life woman were in the bed. So instead, <laughs> as a happy medium, she purchased Callum the one and a half thousand or one point five. A fifteen hundred dollar doll. It says one point five k here. So. <laughs> uh, the couple fifteen hundred. That's for this thing. It's it's that's actually it's a. <laughs> Full-size mock-up. That's a pretty yeah. good deal. Uh, the couple, yeah. by the way, who have been together for four years, now treat Dee like a real person, dressing her in white lingerie and dresses, taking her out on car rides and watching their favorite show together. Yeah. Uh, they also post sex tapes of themselves with Dee, as well as wholesome videos of themselves all sitting on the sofa together. <clears throat> I want to see the wholesome ones. Uh, they say that the reaction to D can be negative online, but they don't care what anyone thinks as it works for oh, them. Because they're flat out of their minds. <laughs> Amelia the chicken. 
Spends her day doing what chickens do, digging up dirt, looking for dinner bugs and grass mostly. Or it was a happy chicken. Or <laughs> hanging with she her. Spent all of her days on the sunbed in Mykos, Mykonos. Uh, <laughs> or uh, hanging with her feathered friends at her hen house. Uh, she also loves snuggles from her human mom, Rebecca Thibbolot. Thibbolot? Thibble. Thibbolt. Thibbolt? Thibbolt. Thibbolt? T-I-B. From Jim Thibbolt. T T H I B E A U L T spells chicken, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems that Amelia got tired of the country life recently and flew the coop for a day in the city. She, uh, uh, Thibault said that it was uh, sad that she was missing, <clears throat> but Amelia didn't cross the road to get there. She hatched a plan and hitched a ride. Her journey began in a Ford truck, basically. The family has figured out that she climbed into a tiny compartment in the undercarriage. With a 13-mile ride to downtown Burlington, uh, for a chunk of that, the Ford and the Chicken were going 65 miles per hour on Interstate 89. Uh, she ended up at the Church Street Marketplace for music, the shopping uh, for the shopping and the food. Uh, but Lo Fazano uh, had just finished a cup of coffee. Oh my God! It is a chicken out there. And uh, what can I do for you? And knew you have that, congas? He knew that the poultry was in a predicament. Uh, Fasano called re, uh, rehabilitators, Shelburne Farms, and even oh, the police. I've been to Shelburne Farms. Have you? Yeah, it's good breakfast, Vermont. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't oh. have breakfast there. I had oh. breakfast at uh, Rustic Roots, but that was in Shelburne. Back to you, Preston. Did you try the chicken? <laughs> Uh, they said they don't do chickens, Fasano said. So Fasano took Amelia home and gave her food and a place to nest. After the journey, the bird was beat. I milked a cow. I milked a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Fasano thought maybe social media might help, so he posted it on Facebook. And sure enough, uh, Thibault said, I was like, that's my chicken. We need to go get my chicken. They connected and they got the bird home where she got a new name. She used to be called Bug. But given her wild adventure, she is affectionately known as Amelia after Amelia Earhart. Aw, who, of course, went missing. Fly solo cause the Atlantic Ocean. By the way, Fasano now said, I felt a connection with that chicken. I don't know what it was. He said, I really... I had it as well, my friend. I really did. He said, chickens are my... I saw that chicken. It was bathed in a halo. I... He said, chickens are my... Frozen chickens are even better. Now. All right. Do you want to build a chicken? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. What else have you? What, what else? This is some top-level entertainment, isn't it, folks? <laughs> a California man has been charged with exposing himself and leaving pornographic images on students' cars at Utah State oh University. Anderson Barnes has charged two counts of lewdness with prior offense. The first incident occurred when a USU student reported a man watching her as she removed a noted a note taped to her car. Police say the paper contained pornographic images and sexual messages. Dear car owner, this is a picture of my testicles. Police reviewed campus security footage and saw a man entering the property. He's seen walking up some stairs, and then he dropped his pants, exposed himself. <laughs> the second incident occurred when a different USU student reported seeing a man at a bus stop and exposing himself, though she said that she wasn't certain uh, because she was driving by. Uh, police again reviewed a campus security footage and reported seeing the man taking off his pants and putting on some underwear. I wonder how... I wonder what's going through, what the big thrill is. I guess I can't understand this because I'm not a pervert, but what's the big deal with on, that? On June 26, the same student reported seeing the ma- same man exposing himself as she walked into a campus building. How you doing? When she returned, <laughs> she found a note taped to her car that included pornographic images and texts with sexual references. I thought we might have had a moment. 
When police reviewed campus security footage, they reportedly seeing the man reported seeing the man taping the note to the student's car and then said he appeared to defecate under a tree. Well, <laughs> no. Sorry, I'm just going to go crap under this tree. And on July 3rd, Barnes... Excuse me for a second. ...was located on <laughs> campus at a bus... <laughs> Are there any spruce trees on the planet, on the uh, grounds here? <laughs> what kind of trees? Spruce. Oh, spruce. You have I prefer to take dumps <laughs> under spruce trees. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Barnes was located on campus at a bus stop after Quite police... Quite Casanova, isn't he? Uh, ...said they identified him as a man watching the description of uh, the man in the surveillance videos. All the girls are in love with the tree dumper. <laughs> Inside a plastic bag, police found about ten folded papers with the same pornographic images and text contained left in the notes. Uh, and police later found a backpack near the bus stop with 131 folded papers with the same pornographic images as well as a 9mm handgun... <laughs> So at some law wow. office, did some guy say, I'm going to take the afternoon off, Ed? Yeah. I've got some things to do. He's currently being held without bail, by yeah. the way. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Let's take a break. Kathy, give me a number caller for the secret text word. 17. What oh, a number. A big one. I like it. Call number 17-215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you win when we return. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. HD. It ain't just for your TV anymore. Use your HD radio to hear the best sounding MMR there is. Plus, enjoy MMR HD 2, the MM Archives channel. Everything that rocks never sounded so good. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We are going to go to our caller to try and get a winner for the secret text where we will get them for number 17, and it is Brian that we're going to chat with. Hey, Brian, good morning. In Jurassic Park, there are dinosaurs. And the T-Rex is so big. Some friends of mine made up that song, and I guess I sang it on the air one time. It did. All right, what is the word, my man? That's Trident. Yes. Trident is correct. And you, sir, have just won a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Hang on the line. And if you're in the mood for seafood, Bonefish Grill has got you covered with new summer specials like the shrimp rangoon dip and pineapple glazed shrimp paired perfectly with a zesty key lime cake for dessert. You can visit bonefishgrill.com for details. We are also going to give that exact same prize to a random texter, and it is Stephen Gordon of Warminster, Pennsylvania. Yay. So congratulations, Stephen. We'll be in touch. We'll set you up. In the meantime, giving something else away, we have a lesson question today, and we are going to give away as a prize a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour, which is Saturday, August 6th at the Wells Fargo Center. Um, let's do one from just a minute ago. All right. What are the best trees for taking a dump under? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. All right, that was just a little while ago. Sometimes yeah. I go back to the 6 o'clock hour. We're going back to the, the, this hour. <laughs> <laughs> what are the best trees for taking a dump under? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Live Casino and Hotel. Philadelphia presents comedian Don Myrera coming July 22nd. And tickets are on sale at Live Casino Philly. 
Com. What's happening this morning, Steve? Well, former MMA fighter Felice Herrig telling TMZ Sports that she's making big money selling pictures of her feet on OnlyFans. Herring has also set up an, uh, another OnlyFans account selling her used diaphragms as decorative spoon rests. Oh, okay. Hey! According to author Tom Bauer, the rift between Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, and the royal family is much, much deeper than most people realize. Bauer says the rift, rift reached DEFCOM 1 when Markle finally realized the meaning of see you next Tuesday. Oh. <gasps> After being apart for four weeks, Kim Kardashian flew on her $100 million private jet to visit Pete Davidson on a movie set in Queensland and Australia. Kim says the trip is completely necessary as Davidson's penis barely reaches New Zealand. <laughs> and that's how it Alright, we're looking for that answer and I need to know what is the best tree for taking a dump under. 215-263-WMMR. We'll go to John and see if he does indeed know the answer. Hey, John, good morning. John, are you there, sir? Yes, what's up, buddy? Yo, uh, bud. That would be a spruce tree. Yes, yeah. you are correct. Nice work, John. We're going to give you a uh, pair of tickets as MMR Rocks Roger Waters. This is not a drill tour. Saturday, August 6th at Wells Fargo Center. Uh, tickets for both shows, August 5th and 6th, are on sale now. Complete details at WMMR.com. Maybe they'll play some fish music at the Roger Waters Show. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you this morning by new cooling and heating systems from Horizon Services. You can get one today. It's their sizzling summer savings, and you save $1,200. Installed as soon as tomorrow, or it is free. Book in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. A couple things to mention. Uh, Slipknot released a new single. It's called The Dying Song, Time to Song. And they also announced their upcoming seventh studio album entitled The End So Far. Uh, Clown said in a statement, new music, new art, and new beginnings. Get ready for the end. The End So Far is due out on September 30th. Uh, His full track listing you can check out that they put out as well. Def Leppard has released the sixth in a series of behind-the-scenes episodes from the stadium tour, which kicked off June 16th in Atlanta. Uh, the new online episode takes you on stage in Detroit, Michigan, and Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. And includes some uh, great guitar stories. Plus, you'll see Joe Elliott and special guest Billy Joel singing Pour Some Sugar on Me, which is pretty interesting. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, I think we had some audio of them doing that. All right, if you can pull that up. Yeah. Uh, case in the short clip, uh, bassist Rick Savage reflected on the Motor City gig and said, I don't think it's from today. I think it's from a while back. Uh, and reflected on the Motor City gig and said, uh, from the get-go, right after the start, it was like, bang. It's one of those nights where it reminds you what a great job I've got. So here we go. Here's a little clip of it. singing that part? I'm not sure. I think it was. Uh, Queen just surpassed the 7 million milestone with the 1981 Greatest Hits album. Uh, And that makes 
uh, history is the best-selling album of all time in the U.K. Uh, the record includes classics such as Bohemian Rhapsody and We Will Rock You. In an online video the band may, uh, with bandmate Brian May and Roger Taylor said... Uh, the British public and their infinitely great taste have made this yeah. the biggest selling album in history. Thank you very much. We're humbled and honored. We salute you. That's great. Uh, the record-breaking achievement was a combination of physical sales, downloads, and streams. I bought a, a best-of collection. It probably wasn't this one because the noticeable glaring omission was Bohemian Rhapsody oh, wow. on a, a hits album. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it should be right up there. Uh yeah. And then finally, uh, we have a Daily Rush video. Coheed and Cambria live in studio. Uh, they came by and played Liars Club and Shoulders live in our studio. Great interview. Fun, cool guys. Yeah. And sounded wonderful. Terrific. Uh, be the first to see the newly da- uh, the newest Daily Rush videos by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com. If you're a Coheed and Cambria fan, you got to see that. It was wonderful. And that is the last item in music news. Let's take a break, get ready to come back and wrap up the program. You'll need the letter of the day for the word of the week prize, so don't miss out on that when we return. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Football is back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2023 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our program is coming to an end for the day. Uh, The temperatures are headed up for the day, and that uh, goes on. We'll probably hit the peak heat around, I don't know, like 5 o'clock, something like that. Uh It, It stays... Pretty yeah. hot late in the day. Once it bakes in. Yeah, then it hangs. So we're yeah. looking at a high of about 97 degrees, and uh, the humidity levels are going up. It's going to be even uh, toastier tomorrow with those higher humidity levels uh, at 97 again, and 97 on Friday, and 99 on Saturday, Sunday, 101 degrees. Uh, so we'll see. Yep, we got to hang in there. I would like to thank everybody who was on the program today. First of all, uh, from... Uh, the Centurions Motorcycle Club, Joe Mason, was hey, on today. Hey. Public Relations Officer, and their Christmas in July toy run. I think he says their 26th annual 26th, one. yeah. Uh, and it is help, uh, to benefit Shriners Children's Hospital. Uh, it is coming up on the 31st. You go to PrestonSteve.com. Get all the information right there. It's a great cause, really cool event. You can either participate or just donate whatever you choose to do. Uh, and thank you uh, to Ryan Long. Yeah. 16-time Jeopardy champion, now kind of sort of 17-time champion, as we have for Nick McElwain's birthday, a battle of the minds, and we did our own version of Jeopardy here in the studio. Nick got to go against a champion who will be headed back to the Jeopardy stage for the Tournament of Champions uh, in September. They'll air it in November, but he's going to film it in September uh, at the Alex Trebek stage. So cool. Alex Trebek's theater. So... Uh, yeah, it was really cool. Super nice guy. 
and insanely chill. Just yes. really chill and funny. And uh, it was great to have him by today. So thank you, Ryan, for coming by and being a part of this uh, today. Pierre Robert, uh, Robert is here. How you doing, ma'am? Also known as Robert. Robert. Mm-hmm. I've been having a hard time forming words today. Honey, it happens. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Just go. Occasionally. Yep. It was a, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've had your own beer. You've had your own wine, right? I've never had my own beer. You know, oh, you had, Pierre you had a, Robert. You had a root beer. Do you remember that? When I worked for you, they made a, a, a root beer. I don't remember who the maker OB was. OB brought it by. No, but so, there was a manufacturer of it. And I don't think so. I think you're wrong. <laughs> but it's it, you entirely know what? It's... possible. <laughs> I remember that the I had a bottle of it in my Pierre fridge Robert. forever. Yeah, it was Piero beer, but it was root beer. And um, and it had the, the flowing hair photo of you on there and... Uh, it was not like a mass production thing like they did at the Chad's Ford Winery with the okay. with the wine. So maybe it was just a novelty. All right, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm remembering incorrectly. Entirely. <laughs> well, memories are fascinating. Yeah. And uh, at your age, I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, You know, um, I brought you uh, your uh, a, a Pearl Jam Walker. Oh, oh that's you know, awesome. Yeah. 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 It, uh, every time you move, it sings a little more of Jeremy <laughs> or Yellow Lead Better, and uh, it's really inspirational. Now I'm gonna need that chairlift next. Yeah, chairlift <laughs> next. Um, and it's got, uh, every time you also grab the handles, it goes, to Nick. <laughs> yeah. To Nick. That is correct. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we do the letter of the day? I, yeah. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I, as in intelligence. All right, we have an I. And we also have a pair of VIP weekend tickets to attend all three Fish concerts on the beach in Atlantic City, August 5th, 6th, and 7th. Wow! The VIP experience includes a dedicated venue, entrance, access to the foundation viewing area, early admission onto the field, limited early merchandise shopping, an event merchandise gift, and an invitation to the lounge with seats to relax, unique food and beverage offerings, and water refill stations. Uh, tickets are available. They're on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And we'll give that away in two more days on Friday. So we just set for that. What's happening today, my man? Um, first of off, did Casey, um, did you enjoy fish last night? I know oh you God. did. It was great. It Good. was great. The second set was just a scorcher. It was amazing. I want to uh, play the song that Trey played when he came by over the course of the day. Okay. So I don't know if you guys have that in your vaults of your archive. So, um did he play one song or two? He did two. He did uh, uh, like a newer one uh, called Dragonfly, and then he did a fish uh, classic, Chalk Dust Torture. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll we'll do that over the course of the program. Uh, we'll get to a block of Santana for Carlos's birthday, and Lincoln Park, and Chris Cornell, and Soundgarden, and Audio Slave. Chris. Uh, would be celebrating a birthday today. Obviously, you knew that you shared a birthday with him. Yeah, some really cool birthdays. Preston had a great list earlier this morning. We had Cornell and Stone Gossard at Pearl Jam and Carlos Santana. So, uh, And then just a, a ton of celebrities. It's a nice day to be born. Yes, and for Nick, a block of nothing. All right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Thank like you. the Sweet. Pearl Jam walker is waiting for you All in right. the hallway. I'll take it. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. What do we need to do here? We need to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today. Uh, by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, Acme, official grocery store, the President Steve Show. Also brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts, the official coffee of the President Steve Show, and by Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, Buffalo Wild Wings has special on food from specials on food from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, and great deals on drinks all day. Tomorrow on our program, 
Jamie Lee Curtis is joining. Jamie Lee Curtis. That'll be really cool. And uh, Maria Bamford will be on the show. Love her too. A couple of great guests on the show tomorrow, and we'll see what else we can get into. So that's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye bye. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Bing there, do do be do, do da da do da 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 da